Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill has been a proud home of Blues fans in St. Louis since 1990. And Hot Shots is an official partner of your St. Louis Blues. Swing by any of their 10 area locations tonight for the best Blues party in town. And don't forget about Blues Ticket Tuesday with your chance to score a pair of Blues tickets at every Hot Shots location during every Tuesday Blues game this season. Get details, see all the specials, and find a Hot Shots near you at hotshotsbar.com blues. Podcast powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Here we are. You're here. I am here. You're here. You're here. You're even here. Wow. We're all here today. Look at us. On this Monday. Everybody here. December the 10th, 2018, our last Monday of the year. How about that? Stop crying. Stop crying. Damn it, wait. Before our uh, winter vacation begins. I'm picturing myself right now on Monday of next week. (laughs) <laughs> what are you picturing yourself doing? Not this. No, I don't know. I, I even when we're off, I still wind up, wind up getting up early anyway. Oh yeah. On off days, I'm up at about five, which is sleeping in for two hours, oh, over five, two hours. Yeah. I was up, I think, uh, Saturday and Sunday morning, six thirty. I'm like, damn it, I try. Lucky. I try. Dang. Lucky. Is it your kids that wake you up? No. Just. Internal alarm I, I, usually, I usually wake up, and then I usually try and go back to bed. Uh, a lot of times I'm able to go back to bed, but sometimes I'm just like, and I'm up. I'm just up. 
Yeah. Saturday morning, the screaming wakes me up. Mm. <laughs> My internal yes. screaming. <laughs> the screaming, the crying, mm. the gnashing of the teeth. Yep. That's normal. Hey, remember, uh, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, people were volunteering for a one-way trip to Mars. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To colonize. Oh, yeah. And they were down to like 200 people. And they're going to start training. I think they're going to send them up, uh, what they say, 2021. Whatever happened with that? Do you have an answer? They're no, training. I don't. Let me see. I don't. Remember, that was a big story for a while. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you got picked. <laughs> no, no. That's what, guys? The show's moving. <laughs> I think they're selling their stuff. Is it, wasn't it called Mars One? <laughs> oh, something. Yes. You had a volunteer, and it was, yeah. a, it was a one-way thing. And people were volunteering... And then uh, families were finding out. Current status. Families were finding out, and they'd be pissed. Like, are you going to Mars? You're not coming back? (laughs) The colony is set, and they need a morning show, and we're headed there. (laughs) Morning's on Mars. Mars Wake up, Mars! Mars One's first astronaut selection program started back in 2013 with the first of four selection rounds. The first two rounds have already been successfully completed. Mm -hmm. 100 round three candidates remain. Mars One is currently rep- uh, preparing for rounds three and four. Huh. The design for the next rounds is ready, and the next steps are determining the locations and dates, expanding the team of selection and training specialists and logistics. Huh. It says uh, our experts to uh, will reopen application for its astronaut selection program in 2018. It is currently not possible to apply. What? Well, because they've already whittled it down to however many they have now. Yeah, application process is mm-hmm. closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up there on Mars, going to be a lot of sex. Got to, got to recolonize the planet, <laughs> repopulate, uh, repopulate. You ever right. done it on the steps? Yeah. You ever done it on Mars? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of humping. Yeah, once. <laughs> once. But uh, no, I bring. I, I it, it kind of jogged my memory. I guess the uh, that Mars rover is up there. Remember they landed it last week, mm-hmm. and uh, NASA. Released the first audio ever recorded on Mars on Friday. The first ever audio recorded on Mars. So two sensors on there. Oh, it's the InSight lander. Picked up the sound of vibration caused by uh, a 10 to 15 mile an hour wind on the planet's surface. It's hard to hear the raw audio, so they bumped it up two, oct- uh, two octaves. So again, this is... This is uh, NASA released this audio. It, it's uh, 10 to 15 mile an hour wind on Mars. First ever audio recorded on Mars. So. That's it. So cool. Yeah. Oh, man, I was expecting something totally different. That's it. Right there. Man, it sounds like so much like Mars. It really does. So Mars. So Mars. And an air pressure sensor also recorded audio. And NASA changed the frequency of that one and sped it up 100 times. So it sounds more like wind. Here's the uh, second recording on Mars. If you're having a problem hearing it, just boost up your, turn up the knob and rip it off. Right. 
the third recording from Mars. I think this is uh, more wind. This one's a little harder to hear, so just turn up your turn up your radio a little bit. Ready? <laughs> you are twelve. Yeah. You are, you I'm, are I'm proud and embarrassed. Yeah. Awesome. You're officially you next year. 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a hell of a setup. It's a big I mean, I'll just say. And then kaboom. It t- it took, it, that, was, that, was a, that was a four and a half minute setup for a fart joke. Hey, you know what's nice, though? If the fart joke wasn't there, I don't think he'd be even reporting on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it's give and take. See here, you guys. Right? Right. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, four days left humor, people right there. You get a little, you get a little. Uh, he did say. I told you it was wind. Uh, you, did, you did say. I was just saying, you did say wind and air pressure. So, yes. not lying. No, re- in, in reality, the first two recordings were of actual <laughs> sounds from Mars. The third one's future. The third Mars, one, honestly. I mean, yeah, it could. I mean, it's a possibility at some point. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Hey, uh, you know, Jeff had a pretty interesting question about his dog. Yeah, the answer is no. That's no. And you know what? I saw, you, I saw you post something on uh, Instagram. Mm. Uh, hashtag the dogs of Instagram. Uh-huh. Uh, and, I, and I noted the time on the posting was quite early on Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens with uh, Eloise. On Saturdays and Sundays. So was it 7 a.m.? Pretty close to that, yeah. 7 a.m. By the time I posted it, it was probably after. In the woods already, 7 a.m.? Yeah, no, it was not in the woods. I was in the woods right down the street from my house, but I was in the woods, yes. It's the woods. It wasn't like the woods I would normally get in the car. No, I wasn't in the woods, but I was in the woods down the street. (laughs) Well, I know what he's trying to say. He didn't go hiking in the woods. He was walking the dog. He was walking the dog and happened to be in the woods by his house. Or at 7 a.m., were you in the woods overnight and just happened to be (laughs) taking pictures at 7 a.m.? Just found my way out finally, yeah. It was a struggle. No, but my question was this, and I feel bad, but I don't know if I should feel bad, and I don't know if I feel bad enough to change my behavior. Uh, but on Saturdays and Sunday mornings, she's a great sleeper. She really is. But she gets up at 7 a.m., 6.30, 6.45, something like that, which I truly, obviously would not if I, if I could sleep in. Uh, but she wakes me up, so we go for a walk. And we go for a walk really early. Like that, like I get up and I put a couple of layers on now, obviously, and I take her for a walk. And the way my house is recessed off of the main road, I have to go out to the main road first. And then whether I take a left or a right, I have to drive or walk past this certain house. And this certain house has a dog right inside the front window that goes ballistic when we walk by. <laughs> so it goes bonkers every Twice. time you... When so, we walk by to leave and we walk by to come home Saturday morning and Sunday morning, and and I'm sitting there going, we we throw out these rules about how soon to cut grass, blah blah blah. Hmm. Is it my fault that this dog is going ballistic in this house? And the dog is in the house, in the house, but you can tell it's right on the other side of like you know the. How does it know? What do you mean? It probably sees or smells us, one of the or hears uh-huh. us. When we walk by, I'm sure it looks out the curtain, but it just goes crazy. And I know if I'm in that house, I'm going to be awake. Do you make a lot of noise when you walk don't by? Don't make a single sound at you, all. Yeah, you don't have to make a whole lot of noise. I mean, I, my dogs, you know, uh, uh, the, somebody could literally be getting off the bus and walking right across, you know, the sidewalk in front of my house. My dogs could be upstairs and all of a sudden, 
Is it your fault? No. 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 Not at all. Oh, thank goodness. That's the kind of dog that'll bark at anything that passes by. Uh, No, that's not his fault at all. Because I'm going to live my life outside, regardless of what's going on inside of your home. Mm Mm-hmm. If you, don't want, if you don't want that to happen, then you put the dog in the room or you put the dog, you know, Down. somewhere where it's where it's not going to do hey. that. Downstairs. If you're Downstairs. Walking, in the basement. If you're walking by and your dog is barking in a house, that's your, that's on you. Yeah. That dog is in someone else's house. They chose to have that dog. Okay, yeah, because my, my dog does not make a sound, or neither do I, obviously, when we walk past it. It just goes crazy, and I mm. felt that each time. So, okay, I'm glad you guys Jeff, validated Jeff, that point. What he's not telling us is when Jeff walks a dog, he goes, <laughs> I'm walking the dog! I'm going to the woods! <laughs> it's Jeff Burton going through the woods! He does a solo on the dog whistle. <laughs> no, I just start screaming, sorry, your dog's barking! Do you get along with the people that you... Uh... I've never met them. I don't know. I, I have never met them. Huh. That, that house since I moved in has been kind of a, a lot of people... Rotating coming, cast coming of characters. Yeah, and those people, I just have never met them. Huh. How long have they been there? Those people. Though, you know, oh. those people. They're left-handed. <laughs> oh, I'll, Episcopalians. Maybe five years. You've five never years. seen them? And they're your next-door neighbor. No, 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 no. They're, they're, you'd have to see the situation, but it's my house. Then you have to walk out to the main road, and then they're across the main road over there. Oh, so. okay. oh uh, yes, you know what? There's enough distance. I think so, yeah. I don't know their names. I have no idea. I wouldn't know them if they walked in here right now. And here they are. It's and me and uh, King Scott, It's the two actually. of you. And here they are, ready to murder you. <laughs> For waking them up every waking them up every Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, and Sunday early at seven. Yeah, huh. I'm sure they're up anyway with a dog like that. Right. Well, what yeah. kind of dog is it? Do you I have know? no. I've never is seen it. A big it. dog? No, I don't think so. It sounds like it's a it's a medium to small. Yeah, Bichon. Probably. <laughs> no, Bichon. Probably. So, it's Come it on, sounds man. when That's it's right. barking. It sounds like it's peeing at the same time. So it could be a Bichon. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the barking pee going. <laughs> Anybody familiar with the website Rover.com? It's a dog website. Yeah, we've talked about it here. Rover.com. They just put out their annual list of the most uh, popular dog names of the year. And it's kind of ironic since the name Rover didn't even make the list. But (laughs) (laughs) I thought that'd be top 10 every year. Rover. Nah, nowadays that's that, Rover is the new Mike and Chris (laughs) (laughs) and Dan. Yeah. Uh. Top names for male dogs this year? Any guesses? Uh, any celebrity references? I mean, for male I dogs. Uh, male dogs, yeah. Marley. Is that a, is that a boy? Yeah, uh, I, I believe so. so. Okay, right. Uh, did that make the girls list or the, the female dog list? No. Oliver. Oh, okay. Henry. No. Number one buddy. is Max. Ooh. Oh yeah. Duh. Did you say Buddy? Buddy's yeah. in the top ten. Yeah. Max is number one for Max guys, one. and I guarantee I know the one for girls. What? Bella. Oh, you got... Look at you. There's three, you, there's three Bellas per block. I have a next-door neighbor's dog's name, Bella. Yeah. yeah, if there's a dog missing and you're trying to help catch it, just start screaming Bella or Max, and you got a good shot. It's coming to you. <laughs> Bella, Max, buddy! <laughs> Any other guesses? I don't even know where to begin with this. Let's see, Pepper. Did anybody just say Kevin? Kevin. Kevin. No, yeah, Kevin. no way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is a, oh, d- never mind uh, Kevin. He's, he's a biter. Ted's just a barker. It didn't, Kevin didn't make the list. Although <laughs> isn't, the, isn't the dog in the movie Up named Kevin? Yeah, the the bird is. Oh, the bird. That's right. Never mind. You got uh, Max, then you got Charlie. Charlie, all right. And then Cooper. And then uh, you just said Buddy. Uh, Jack. And then Rocky, and then Duke, and then Bear, 
and then Tucker. <laughs> you have to say it that way, though. Tucker and Oliver. I said Oliver. Don't you oh, have you a bear? Did? No. I thought you had a dog named Bear. No, I nicknamed Wheezy Bear, but no. I got a Lola and a Bailey. Bailey, that's probably what you were thinking. Bailey. Uh, Bailey is in the top ten for uh, female dogs. Oh, yeah, Bitches that. Bitches like, we like to call them. <laughs> So, Bella was number one. Uh, then you have uh, Lucy. Hey, that's my dog's name. All right. Way to go, Tone. And then uh, <laughs> Luna. And then Daisy. And then Lola. Hey. And then Eloise. Hey. No. Jerk. Sadie and Molly and Bailey, we mentioned, and Maggie and Stella. You know, there are also some retro names that made at least the top, like, 20. Fido. No. Spot. Minnie and Pearl and Willie. And you have pop culture names like Cardi and Drax and Loki and Bane. And uh, and, and royal family names like Sophie and George and Charlotte. If we ever get a dog, it's going to be a human name. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Going to be a human name. You already have it picked out? No. Yes, you do. The family does. No. Ja James, get over here. Hand to God, nobody's got any names picked out for any animals. But I told the kids, if we ever do get a dog, I do retain naming rights. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that told is you a conversation we actually had. I told you my one of my buddies growing up in high school, their their dog's name was Sed S E D, and the reason behind it was. The dog one day jumped into their backyard and never left, so they called it said someone else's dog. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> One of my favorite great. things said. said. Yeah, said, and the, that was the dog's name for. I mean, till they had to put it down because when it got sick. I mean, it was said. Hey, come here, said. I'm like, what the hell does said mean? Someone else's dog. <laughs> no, I will retain naming rights for the dog, which is just yet another step that this thing is coming. That you guys had that conversation. That oh, this is a while ago. This was. All right. This was maybe even last year we had this conversation. I'm betting this has happened soon. But speaking of, when you said something about it, about the breeds, and you're like, yeah, we're thinking about getting a beagle. I don't know if you checked the Twitter, dude. Oh, yeah. But we got about 604 yeah, messages that going, dog. don't do that. That's the worst. Really? What, they why like are they to bark. Oh, yeah, because they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're needy and they're vocal, mm. which are two things that are not going to go well. In the, if you guys came house. to my house and somebody were a Bichon. I would say, I'm sorry, what happened to you, to the Riz family? I, I would say, I would say, I'm glad you got a dog, man. This is going to make you happier. Nope. Of all the nope. dogs, though. Nope. You think a dog's going to just I think he gets the wrong him? breed, and it's going to come out on us. We're going to hear. Like, gonna, it's going to be a worse him? workplace for us. Yeah. Yeah, no harmony we're, in the workplace. Honestly, we're really hoping you honestly, get the exact dog that you need. When we, and my wife said this, when, when, when or if. Oh. When or if. Huh? Uh, it's going to be just like the fish. Like, I'm going to be the only one taking care of it. And I'm going to obsess about it. Right, which is why it needs I'm to be... I'm going to obsess. A good dog. I'm, I, listen, I'm, I'm obsessed with my dogs. I think Jeff like, is the same way, at least well, with one of the three. Yeah. <laughs> like Gary the fish. I mean, that thing's a year and a half old. Oh, man. R.I.P. Larry. Fish. Oh. I mean, Gary's a well-kept fish. I'm the one that cleans the tank. I'm reminding everybody to to feed them. I keep telling I my talk to them. I keep telling my wife that I want to get another fish just because I have the sweetest name ever in the bank, and I just want to get a fish so I can name him. 
but I don't want to have to take care of the fish anymore. What's what's the name? I'm going to tell you, and you guys can use this, and I and it's great. Richard Swimmins. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> Almost worth getting a fish. Right? Almost. Right? It's been on the back of my head. Like, every time I'm, like, I'm walking around, like, I'm like, either at the pet's market, the dog food, or at Walmart, walk by, and I'm like, there's a fish there. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I should just get one just to name mm-hmm. Richard Swimmins. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, that's good. That's good. Are you afraid if you get a dog, you're going to love your fish uh, less? No, there's enough room for it. You know, people are like, like Gary. There's enough room for uh, Gary and Ron. Yo, Tone, what's up with all the attention Rich is getting? It's Ron. It'll be Ron. No, I mean, Richard Swimmins, I mean. Oh. Yo, Tone, I've been around for how long now? Gary the Rich, Fish is just... Rich is hanging out in a bowl of water, and you're over there loving on him, man. Gary the Fish is just sitting there at the bowl, just staring at Rich. He's petting the dog, and just a tear rolls yeah. down his... <laughs> no, that's enough. Enough. Uh, I got enough love for Gary. You hear sunrise, sunset in the background? Oh, man. You said you've had enough of Gary? No, I have enough love for oh, Gary. I thought you just said, oh, I've had no, enough I'll of Gary. Dare you. <laughs> Do you always call him Gary, or do you call him Garrett? I times? call him Gare Bear. <laughs> Does he have identity problems now? Does he think he's a bear? No, you can tell he's getting old, though. What? Is it yeah, he, he hangs out in his little house a little more than, a little more than normal. Oh, he's becoming a real Rizzuto. <laughs> Chris, yeah. Chris says, Chris says when Riz does get a dog and has to walk it, he's going he's gonna to carry, carry it in a bowl of water. Just so he doesn't get jealous. He's in a house in a house. With a no, yeah, and, and this, this is God's honest truth. So when we go away You're to... You're right. When we go away uh, for the Christmas break, one of the neighbors will be watching the fish. And the neighbor is, I mean, devastatingly nervous. That God forbid Gary dies in his care. Oh, good because people watching your fish. Come on, they're gonna fly through there and throw a little something in the in the in the tank and leave. So I'm glad that they. No, I'm taking Gary cares. to their house. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so they're spending. Gary spending the night. <laughs> Is it his first sleepover? Wow. He's had a couple sleepovers already. Can you imagine when when Riz when Riz drops off the fish? He literally goes, "Here's Gary, and whatever happens to him, that's yeah. what happens to you." <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Are you going to get emotional when you drop Gary off? I did when I, I my neighbor Tony, I dropped Gary off uh, last year before we went on vacation. I said, bye. <laughs> Dad, I'll be home soon. <laughs> Have fun. You know it died and they and replaced went, it with a similar I color. I went on X for uh, wellness checks. Like, hey, just send me a picture of him. <laughs> Goodness. Set up a camera. Yeah, 24-hour camera. <laughs> That's Gary cam. <laughs> send me a picture of the little guy. And I know if you replaced him. Uh, I know. Yeah, Gary's got a little castle, and he never he never likes to uh, really leave or venture out. He's just like his dad. <laughs> He's just like his dad. <laughs> nice to see uh, King Scott back, by the way. Thank we missed you, pal. Yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, Three-day sabbatical. Um, oh, four, you were down four days. Four days, four days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, of course, on Tuesday, you didn't get your real or fake picks in yeah. on time. Yeah. I had your hair so long. It's been, yeah. what, four days? <laughs> yes. Man. Now, just a couple questions, because we did have to market zero uh, with your real or fake picks. Not that it made a difference, because Jeff was locked out anyway. <laughs> oh, no, it makes a huge difference. Thanks for having my back. I did it for you. We discussed you know this that, right? uh, yeah. over the weekend. Did it for you. 
Bottom, what do you mean? Hey, bottom feeders you, unite. You said yes. not that it makes a difference because Jeff got locked out, but King Scott, based on his picks that he did submit to Moon, would have gotten points, and the separation would have been vast. So it's a huge deal. It matters for sure. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. You would have gotten your lock. He would have got, he got yeah. three points. Ooh. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> it happens. He says, bummer. <laughs> uh, I mean, you just forget. I didn't even think, you know, because you get in here, you have your routine, so I know exactly what I'm doing on Tuesday. Uh-huh. I do that and the Pick'em Challenge, like, pretty much the same time. I, I mean, the Pick'em Challenge we do on, like, Thursdays. Yeah, but just with the, the reveal. Yeah, because I have my various little structures Do you think setup. Moon should have been a little more specific when he texted you? And let's be honest. Don't look at him. When he, what did you text him? Make your picks. Do you think he could have been a little more specific? I would have. It would have been very nice had he have been, because my whole thing was the NFL. But yeah, I think it would have been now, wonderful. Here, here's the issue. This is this is the only issue I have with the text conversation. And listen, I stand by the decision. I think the decision that was made was the correct one. And you were given ample time. By ample the way. I was given crap for not giving you enough time. Number one, we did the picks late in the day. Number two, I stalled even. Yeah, I stalled thank you for that. For you. Thank you. Uh, Sorry, I let and you And I texted and make me. your picks. Don't forget, that's a favor for God's sake. Yes, sakes. yes. But here is where here is where <laughs> my only you people my we only wouldn't issue have done this in. for any of us. There's two things I have. There's two things. There's two. Before there's two you things. Go, okay. In the past, we have you've missed your picks before. We have texted you saying make your picks. Yeah, uh, we have texted on occasion, you. but that that right every time we have this. No, that's not true. This last I week, every time yeah. we have, we at least send you one text message. Okay. This is love, a lovely conversation. But let's say that Tony was out last Tuesday. You're going to tell me. You're going to come in here at 7 and go, you should text Tony to make sure he gets in his picks. No. No. I have in no. the past done that. I, hand to God. Uh, I have in the past. I, I think, Jeff, back me up on this. I'm I think not, it would it I'm not been, talking about the past. You think I have any memory of this, dude? <laughs> I think it would have been this. It would have been this. He's it still in the woods with his dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the picks, we make the picks at 7.30 or 8, 8 o'clock, let's even say, yeah, on, on a regular yeah, day. usually about... He, at 7.50, he, and this is, he would have texted me, or you would have texted me, or he would have told somebody to text me, picks, question mark. And if I didn't have him in five minutes, it's over. But it, we at least would have got Everybody a Everybody gets we, a courtesy text. We would have text. Here's my two issues. Number one, the, 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 the issue that really doesn't matter is the fact that we said he's got until we make our first picks to get his picks in, which he did, but we gave it to the listeners. Listeners voted, said no, that doesn't matter. Number two, based on Moon's text, Make your picks. You responded back, what picks? He responded back, what do you mean, what picks? When he should have just said, real or fake. That's my only issue. That's the only thing that that I have a little bit of like, I feel the same way. At the same time, we did the picks so late. Yes. And I stalled. And you still. Yeah. You still, you thought you had football picks on a Tuesday, huh? And I, and, and. You know, for those Tuesday night games, they have every. I was, I was out of the state and made my picks. You were just at home. Yeah. But I mean, the reason why I was thinking NFL is because I've been getting shot a ton. So I've been reminding myself a ton to get those in. Yeah. So the night before, I'm like, I got to do that in the morning. Got to do that Tuesday morning. Don't forget See, you know what? NFL picks. Being a virgin worked against you because if you were not a virgin, you'd be thinking about boobs just like the rest <laughs> of us. Just so you guys know, this this is Same. the timeline. 721, make your picks from me. 859, his response was, thank you. I was thinking about this last night, but probably would forget. Also, can you grab my eggs from the refrigerator? Mm-hmm. Yellow package on the bottom. Okay. Then at 920, I put countdown 90 seconds. 
And he yes, put, we did have that discussion. And he put, which is what you told me to say. Uh-huh. Right. Then he put, what do you mean? And within that 30 seconds, I put, what do you mean? What do you mean? Which is exactly your words oh, on, on the air. You said, what do you mean? What do you mean? Then within 40 seconds of that, I put, real or fake, 20 seconds. So what the hell do you want from me? Like, how am I even I'm a part of this, the- this, this narrative here? We're all part of the narrative. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's a little bit of heat. I got more crap than you. And I got it all weekend from. Thank uh, God I'm soulless. That so, is true. We think that all. <laughs> and then 30 seconds later, he got his. his Market zero. Uh, yeah, his, his picks in. Market zero. Okay, I did. So listen, you got zero. Jeff got zero. So. Yeah. I mean, you're still a point behind Jeff, so that's right. That actually worked out in your favor. I, to be honest with you, I love it when you know King Scott now works with the DJ company with me, and we we were at a gig on Saturday, and all these people dressed up in suits and ties and all fancy, and they come up and they're like, "Hey guys, how are you? Can I request a song?" We're like, "Yeah, sure." And they're like, uh, "Can you play, you know, uh, this song by this artist?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'll see if I can get it on." And then they go, "Thank you so much, dude. Why? How could you not get your picks in?" Yes, <laughs> it's been all weekend. Even at church yesterday, I was getting it. I'm like, man, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, Can we not talk about this here? Yeah. During the yeah. sermon. Yeah. <laughs> the pastor yelled at me. We need you to give 100% of your picks. King Scott out in the, in the congregation today, market zero. <laughs> All right, well. Proverbs 2, 1, 0, as in market zero. <laughs> and then Moses said, Thy shall market zero. Uh, nay. Zero. Nay. Nay. And he said, Nay, market zero. Good to have you back, Scott. Thank you. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day comes to us from O'Fallon, Missouri. It's Dennis Stillman. Yeah. Yeah. Stillman. Now, Dennis has been listening to the Riz show since uh, day one. And in fact, to the point, even when it first launched. The show helps him from losing his mind while in the early morning rush hour. I guess he commutes. And uh, he says it's a help that he truly appreciates every day. And he loves that the show doesn't beat around the bush and offer pathetic content like other morning shows, saying, you guys make me laugh a lot. The show is genuine, too. Well, thank you. That's a great compliment. It is. Dennis Stillman from O'Fallon, Missouri, is our Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Number 314 6 Walker 314-692-5537-Cameras-and-chat-room-1057thepoint.com-slash-riz-on-the-socials-at-riz-show-your-emails-riz-show-at-1057thepoint.com-we'll-get-to-those-in-a-second-so-jeff-early-was-talking-about-
you know, it's, it's the weekend. Have you ever had to confront a bad neighbor about something in the past? Have you ever had a really bad neighbor and had to confront them for something? No. No. I don't think so. I've, At least, had, I've had some bad neighbors, but I don't think I've ever confronted them. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. There was times where I wanted to, but I didn't. I remember growing up when we were in uh, Flushing, Queens. My parents and the neighbors, I mean, did not get along. My, my, Battled. My dad did. I know my dad did. Enough sure. where a fence was put up between the houses. Oh, boy. Like yeah. a, a giant wooden fence. This was This was the neighbor across the street who, for some reason, thought that he was allowed to... Uh, like reserve the spot that was in front of his house that was on the public street. Mm-hmm. He, so like when we would have, uh, my, my parents would have a party or something mm. and somebody would park in front of his house, he would call the police or yell for them to move. Mm. And uh, this is also the same guy that somebody had a party down the street, a car parked there. They took their cooler that just had ice and dumped it on his yard and he opened up the window and he said, I see you mother effers, I'm coming to get you. All right. Remember and- my neighbor in South City? Oh I yeah, that was bad. Neighbor. Oh gosh, but, yeah. but, but but did you confront them? Well, I threatened to saw a shed in half. <laughs> okay, so that's, that's a yes. Yeah. Then you did. That, uh, I would answer yes to remember that. Remember, I put up the chain link fence, and then the guy said I was on his property. I got a survey done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it wound up his shed was uh, just about two feet over the line. Over the line. <laughs> and, and your solution was just to cut that part off. Well, what I wanted shed. to do was. <laughs> I wanted to connect my fence to his fence. It was a chain link fence. Sure. He already had one around his yard. So you use the the common side. Right, to just connect the one side. Literally just did that with my neighbor on my fence. Like just a bracket to connect right. my fence to his. That's it. And he said no. He what? said no. Did he give a decent Dummy. reason? No. I cannot imagine a decent Just reason. an a-hole. Just a douchebag. And then he said, I can't put a fence up and, you know, was, was giving me a hard time about it. So I got a survey done. Mm-hmm. Come to find out his shed was over the property line. So I had the contractor go next door and say that uh, the Rizzutos will be sawing your shed mm-hmm. yes. the two feet that are over the line. Oh, my gosh. And using that to build a fence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, see, there's your story with the fence, and I felt terrible because my neighbor had a swing set that was three inches on my yard that we had to have a move, and I was like, my God. I, like, when I went over there to tell him, I was like, uh, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry right now. I was so nervous because we just moved in. Nobody around us has a fence, but I had to put one in for the dogs, and I'm like, when I talked to him, I was like, uh, t- Tom, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll pick, I'll pick it up myself. I'll, I'll put it on my back. I'll, put it, I'll pick it up myself. But we got to move this swing set like three inches that way. And he's like, all good, man. I'll put some shoes on. I'll come help you move it. I'm like, okay, cool, okay. cool, man. I'm like, if you don't want to move it, we could just put the fence okay. around it. <laughs> just, just do a little three-inch three indention in it. We could just put the fence around it. It's cool. No, if you do recall, so uh, years ago, we were living in an apartment. And uh, one of my wife's relatives for Christmas... Gave me a uh, weather station. I love this. I absolutely love like this. Like it was a weather station. Mm. What the hell am I going to do with a weather station? It was like a little, th- like a thing you put outside and you get the readings inside. Sure. You know what's funny? How old were you then? I was in my 20s. Yeah. What the hell are you going to do with that? Now you're like, damn, that would have been nice to have. It would have been awesome now. <laughs> yeah. My mom and dad have one that projects on their ceiling in their bedroom. 
So my dad, when he wakes up, he just looks at the ceiling and goes, hey, it's cold and frosty. Uh, I, I mean, listen, I lived in an apartment, so I didn't have a balcony and nothing. Where yeah. am I going to put this thing? It's a great I'm, present. It was just 15 minutes, 15 years early. I'm five floors up. <laughs> right? I'm, yeah. I'm five floors up. Where am I going to put this thing? I mean, it had like the mer- the like the, the barometric pressure and, you know, humidity oh, and stuff. A great present, but not for a 20-something-year-old. Who lives in an apartment? Right. <laughs> Like, Tony, you give me a wheelchair this year for Christmas. A little early. Yeah. Wait about 10 years. Hey, Riz, uh, you just moved into your apartment, but here's a housewarming gift. I got you a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Might as well. So we bought the house in South City, and I said, all right, chance to use my weather station. Yeah. We bought a house just so I could use the weather station. <laughs> Why do you want to get a house? What are we going to do with this weather station? And so this I lawnmower the, Tony bought us. I set the... Uh, <laughs> I set the weather station up outside, and uh, the neighbor's kid, the one we fought about the, the fence, this kid always used to run through the backyard. That's also partially the reason why I was going to say, that's fence. part of the reason for the fence. My, my yard is not a cut-through, you little jerk. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I set the weather Clint station up. movie you just quoted, or what was that? I set the, uh, the weather station up, and uh, it was up there for about a week, and I'm getting readings. Like, oh, it's uh, 59 degrees out. Humidity of, uh, you know, 30%. Great. Can't get that information anywhere else. So one day, one day I look and the weather station is not giving any readings. Like, huh, something must be busted. So we go outside, come to find out somebody stole the weather station. <laughs> Holy smokes. Oh, Gone. <laughs> and I knew it was this old bastard next door. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. So I go next door. I said, I think your son... Stole my weather station. And they threw me off the property. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean threw you off the property? They physically off picked, property. picked you up and took you away? Might as well have. I mean, it got it got into an argument. Wait, he said the words, get off my property? Uh, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So I walked two and a half feet to my house. I mean, these old row houses in South City. You know right. how close they yeah. are. Could still hear each other from your property. And it was something to, to, to the gist of my son is a good kid. He would never do something like that. How dare you even accuse him? So listen, your your kid is the only one that cuts through my yard, right where the weather station used to be. Mm-hmm. Can I ask uh, if, if before you say whether somebody stole it or not for reals, how big of an apparatus is oh, this? Oh, it wasn't big at all. I mean, it's easy to take as well. Oh yeah, okay. Put it in your pocket. It's not an ATM. No. I was to say, yeah, it's smaller. Oh, you can put it's, it in your pocket. It's smaller than a tablet. It's yeah. smaller than a yeah, tablet. Yeah, yeah, smaller than a tablet. Oh, oh my, my kid is a good kid. He would never do this. Blah, blah. Three weeks later, who who comes to the house, their house? The cops. Who's in the back seat? The kid. You don't say. Going Got around busted. town stealing Got weather busted. stations. Yeah. <laughs> stealing and selling weather stations. <laughs> the black market. I'm telling you, and this is not a lie. The very first time I ever went over to Riz's house, I had to, you know, we were I was helping to move something. And I pull up and we get out. And I said, oh, man, it's a nice little neighborhood. He goes, yeah, yeah, except for them. And points to his I was like, oh, boy. I mean, it was like, it's, yeah, everybody's really nice, except for them. The kid got arrested uh, for real. Yeah. And, and, oh, they, and they never Multiple apologized. times. Never. Multiple times yeah. before you moved, right? Yeah. He was selling right. weather stations to Channel 30 and Channel 11. <laughs> they caught this kid with a Doppler he, radar. Yeah, he stole a digital Doppler from Channel 2. <laughs> He's got a passion so for anyway, weather. Yes, I Angela have, Huddy was hooked. I have confronted neighbors before. It's happened. 
What? I still don't believe Shocking. It. 54% of us have confronted a neighbor before for something, you know, that's happened. What are the most annoying neighbor habits? Number one is blasting your music too loudly. Oh, there was the drummer across the street. Hmm. And he was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> In the time we lived there, three years, no improvement. Oh, <laughs> it's not the noise as much as you just don't it's know just what you're doing. good. Not good. And then loud voices, uh, specifically adults. Loud parties and parking issues like blocking your driveway. That's a big one. Or loud pets, like a dog that won't stop barking. Loud kids. These these are the neighbor problems. Not cleaning up after the dog when it does its business. Just being grumpy in general. And I may be guilty of that if you live next door. Blasting your TV. Let it in their trash overflow. I think for me, number one, it's not mowing your lawn. Yeah. That's a big one. Some For some reason, for me, one that's always got under my skin was not bringing your trash cans in after they're emptied. Like, you just leave them out there for three or four days. That's yeah. a curb. That, for whatever reason, that bothers yeah. you, you. You literally drive or walk right past mm-hmm. them to get into your garage or house. And what do you do? You get out of your car, you go, eh. <laughs> but they compliment the Christmas lights you leave up in March. Ah. Right. <laughs> and loud sex was the 23rd most common complaint. Right on. Get it. Get after that. Get it. Get it. Stop saying get it. (laughs) Get it. (laughs) Jeff, yes. Uh, Hey, guys, we have been fans of The Point since the 90s, and we just wrapped our annual girls' Christmas party. Now, before I go on, I'm going to throw in a line that's not really in this email. You try to pick out which line it is, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to start over. We have been fans of the point since the 90s. We just wrapped our annual girls' Christmas party. Somehow, every time we get together, we take our tops off and we have to reference the Riz show. I'm going to say it's that first part of that sentence. Damn it. (laughs) Yes. Living up to the the reputation, Jeff. We are creepy. We're all 35 now. We have busy lives, but we can all relate to your morning show. We uh, commemorated this year with our Taking Care of Rizness beer. And she did send a picture. It's a bunch of these uh, young ladies with their beer. Thanks for making us all laugh. Merry Christmas from Natalie, Grace, Kimberly, Dana, Michelle, and Sarah from Washington Mo. I'll tell you what. Our social media is just full of people taking pictures of that beer. Yep. I mean, whether it be at the grocery store, at, at restaurants now. Well, they're helping each other out, too, because a lot of people oh, will yeah. tweet and say, oh, I went to these two locations. They already sold out. And then somebody will say, oh, you're, you're close to us. Uh, it's actually here, but they only have three cases left. And yeah. how nice is that? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, I forget what place it was. Basically, their entire liquor department is just Riz Show beer just on, like, four shelves. That's it was, uh, I believe that might have been uh, Total Wine. Total Wine and more? Is oh, man, called? it was a yeah. huge display. There are some restaurants now that have it on tap. That's so great. Yeah. Thank you guys for the pictures. I love it. Next. Uh, used to be a trash man, and the tips are very nice this time of year. We're talking about who you tip, who you don't this time mm-hmm. of year. It's a nasty, crappy job riding on the back of the truck in the cold while fighting the bad drivers trying to run you over all the time. A tip helps out with the small wage that we make. A loader on the back can make about three twenty a week, so obviously the oh, tips really? will help. Tips this time of the year help more than anything. It does keep the peace as well. 
the driver and the loader may start taking your cans all the way back to your house after a nice tip. That's what I, yeah, I said that last week. You, know, you may not think you have to tip, but if everybody else in the neighborhood's doing it and you're the standout not doing it, Ooh. maybe you find uh, you know, little things not getting done. But here, little favors not being, not saying it's right. But here's another thing to even even more, like they say, how many times do you put something out at the trash and went, man, I don't know if they're going to take this or not. Yeah. You tip your guy, they're going to take it, he mm-hmm. says. We're going to take pretty much anything if we're happy, um, if that makes sense. Honest to God question. How do I, do I just put an envelope on top of the trash bin? Do I put a I, card? Yeah, you, you, you. I do, I tape a card okay. to the top of the bin. Mm, man, that makes me nervous. Although somebody in my neighborhood had one of those stolen. Yeah, that's Unless that's you, you stake them out. I mean, hmm. I I tape it to the thing. Yeah. How about taping it to the underneath of it? That way when they open it, they'll see it. What if it's a mechanical and, arm that just goes, rap? Yeah, if the guy has, di- if he has disabilities, he's got disabilities, Tony. <laughs> Jeff, who cares? Stop it, Jeff. The, guy, the drummer from Def Leppard. Maybe you've heard of him. You stop he only has one. Jeff. <laughs> I tape it. Yeah, Is that I've what taped, you do? I've taped it before. You just put it on the top. Yeah. Just put it on the top. You right. should do it. You gotta do it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tape a bunch of money to my to my trash can. <laughs> <laughs> out there, what's the address out Mary, there? Briar three? Is that <laughs> Merry Holidays? Uh, also on that same thing, we got a couple of more about the tips. Why not tip your Amazon delivery drivers? We have it tough, they send. Because they got to drive around with that Amazon logo on they the side. They had somebody different all the time. Yeah. And they just ring the doorbell and leave. They run away. In fact, we saw a video this morning. Oh, man. Of uh, there was one woman delivering packages somewhere in the area. Just threw them. I'm pretty sure Emmett Smith can be an Amazon delivery guy because uh, this woman was spiking it like a football after. And then running it, away. It was She probably stopped two, three feet from the porch and just went. And it threw the, uh, threw wow. the things. She's good at washers, I'll bet. <laughs> Underhanded. So well, and, was, and you know what it was? It was the the people who got the packages. They're like, hey, we you know, we got the packages, but nobody ever rang the doorbell or anything. And they looked at their ring camera, and like, and this chick just walked halfway up the, the the sidewalk and just tossed the packages. Does the Amazon guy normally or girl normally hit the doorbell? Do, like always. They always do. Always. Okay. And Amazon said they're going to retrain her. What? <laughs> Yeah, you have they, to tell somebody not they, to throw the package. They wanted to go underhand as opposed to overhand when they when she throws. We're going to retrain her. What? You can't throw them. You have to walk all the way up there and then put it down. Training over. Training over. That's it. What a <laughs> colossal waste of time. So, by the all way, right, so, Lisa, here's the deal. Someone in the chat room here says that uh, if you can't give it to your driver directly, the best thing to do is to send it into the office of the business, and they will make sure it gets to the appropriate driver. Which I'm sure that's mm-hmm. great, but nobody does that. Does say, what? Nobody does that. You probably should do it. That's very smart, but nobody does that. Let's be honest. Most people just tape them to the to the bin. Yeah. That would require getting a stamp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want another one on tips? Sure. Uh, I guess now. Don't ask me who said what, because you know that. But Patrico said he absolutely wouldn't tip a contractor working in his home because he's already paid for a product or a service. I never said the word absolutely, but yes, I did allude to that. Uh, This emailer says, I would like to point out the contradiction of tipping garbage men and delivery drivers then. In both cases, you've paid for a product or a service. Yes, but at the same time, a trash guy's at my house throughout the year. 
and a delivery guy is delivering things to my house throughout the year. The guy that is, and I think the example you used is installing my front door, is there to install my front door, and then I don't see him again, ever. See, that's where you're mistaken. He said your floor, not your front door. Oh. That doesn't change the fact. It was just a okay. joke. Okay. Yeah. But still. I, I mean, do offer. I, I offer. Uh, but yeah, but he's saying holiday tip. We were talking about holiday tip. A holiday tip, yeah. That's just a regular tip. Yeah. Yeah, holiday tip for somebody that does something once. Like you? because he, so the guy was to track down the, the guy. No, 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 no. I think what he, what we were talking about, and the 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 example that we were that we brought up was the guy is over there doing something at your house, and it's the holidays. Do you tip him more because it's a holiday season, or do you just you know normal? Yeah, yeah. Do you do you tip every tradesman? Like if a guy comes over to fix your air conditioner? No, I do. I offer. See, I don't. No, I offer. I offer a frosty beverage. Oh yeah, I'll give every, every I offer single to, person. I offer to put my shirt back on. <laughs> every single person will get some sort of water or or coffee or something like that. Yes, for sure. Yeah, because they're in your house. But I'm but I'm saying like, I'm trying to review. I do. Like you okay, got here's, here's a good question. Right you, you got here's a clogged kitchen sink. The guy comes over. He's there for an hour and a half, two hours. You give him a tip along yeah, with the bill. You do. I offer. Hmm. Man. Locksmith comes over to change your locks. What once every ten years, if if that, you gonna tip him? I, I do, man. Oh, damn it. Whenever it says Riz, damn whatever it right. says Riz no, on the caller right. ID, they I go. Yeah. That's, that's, now he's in the minority. That, that's, that's, I, for sure. Uh, whatever. He he's he's even admitted that, that I, he tips I'm, everybody. I'm an over tipper. I mean, very. Generous. The guy that put up your Christmas lights. Yeah, do you don't, tip? Don't I don't. I see it now. <laughs> what about the guy who brings you your emails on a daily basis? Is he gonna tip? What What about the guy that put up your Christmas lights? Uh, no, because I know that's just him. Like, that's him, his private thing. And? What? So if it's just him, wouldn't you want to tip him? Because it's just him, it's, it's his, not a company? It's his side hustle. Yeah, but so are, mo- I mean, so are some of the, the tradesmen that I'm getting. Okay, so? So that's going to break it? Like, if I get, like, a locksmith company that's some big, giant-ass company... I'm tipping that guy, but if it's a standalone guy, this is, I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't know what I'm doing is right or wrong. We're not pinning you, man. We're, we're, we're just asking what the method is. That's all. I just want to be more like you. The method is if it's a private guy who's not working for a company who's who, who's making a hundred percent profit off it. Yeah, I see. I see the logic. Yeah. Then yes, do tip. I do not. Oh, you do not. <laughs> Got it. No, I was not. curious. I was curious. I, I wasn't being a jerk. But if it's somebody who works for like a moving company or a larger conglomerate. Right. This guy says that you perpetuate it by tipping everybody. He says, just don't and just get judged silently like everyone else and then move on. <laughs> you live your life the way you want to live it. <laughs> I'll live my life my way. All right. Joe has a legit question. He's got somebody dropping off a couch today. Does he tip him? I would offer. Uh, I would too. How do you offer a tip? What do you, what do you say exactly? On uh, when he's walking out, say, hey, you know, here's a little something, and and sometimes they accept, sometimes they don't. Oh, I've I've been told, like for example, when I had the cable and internet installed in my new house, I tried to tip the guy, and he goes, I cannot accept that. Yeah, they will not. And I, accept. And, I, and I said to him, I go, it's just me and you in this house. You can accept it, and he goes, I literally cannot. I'm sorry. Oh, it was a live goat. That's why. Stop it. Or I'll say, uh, yeah, just buy uh, buy the fellows lunch. Let me buy you guys lunch. Here's a 20 bucks. Let me buy you guys lunch. That's what I say. Hmm. Next. Uh, Thursday show, talking about the President Bush's funeral. 
And uh, John Patrico mentioned that GW gave Michelle a lozenger at McCain's funeral, and which I noticed when he said that. And I didn't know if that was a John Patrico thing, like a you know Pacific and specific thing, or if that's a word or not. Uh, hey, Tony's dad does say things a certain ways. What? Yeah, he's, he has a little bit of language. Uh, <laughs> where the hell does this word come from? My wife used to say lozenge that way, and I tolerated it until we had kids. Then I think it's stopped. lozenge. That's it what is. I always thought. It is lozenge. lozenge. But is lozenger acceptable too? It may be. Uh, it says, why is it that so many people, especially in the New York area, say lozenger instead of lozenge? Is this incorrect? Answer, the sweet and medicated tablet is spelled lozenge and pronounced lozenge in standard English. However, the Oxford Dictionary says that it does have variant spelling as lozenger. Yeah. That is present in the U.S. and Northern England. Hmm. Yeah, I think... I, There's both, your answer, bruh. Both are yeah. acceptable. And I think Hall, or Hall's uh, cough drops say that too on there. Lozenge? Lozenger. Oh, do they? Yeah. I believe one of those does. I think that's where I believe I'll go both ways on that. All right, good to know. Mm -hmm. I'll go both ways. Let's see. Halls, I'm looking right now, and it says says lozenge. It says lozenge. Mm, You're wrong. I am. Get out. Well, one of those has it. (laughs) (laughs) Just kick him out. I did. Oh, yeah, I guess it means any of you. Uh, All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, Hey, fellas, Team Riz member Jake here. I have a question mainly for Jeff or Tony. Uh, Did you know uh, that uh, he has now hit puberty, he says, and he's decided to grow a full beard, and he wants to know where we go to get ours trimmed. Congratulations. Yeah, man. (laughs) Any recommendations would be great. You go to your uh, barber, right? He does it? Yeah, my barber does everything. Moon's barber, too. Mm -hmm. This dude is. Does he trim your beard up, too? Yeah, he's done it a couple times. Straight razor, man, I'm telling you. And yeah. listen, you you could say what you want, and 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 as as a dude, as, as a white dude, I had trepidation at first because I felt like I would be judged and made fun of. But ever since I went to to an old school, legit black barber shop, he's I felt like I would be judged, like I would walk in and feel out of place there. Okay. And uh, dude, I'm telling you. We don't judge here in this room. Not you guys judge me. I'm talking about, well, yeah, funny. But that's what I was talking about when I walk in and like all of a sudden, you know, it's like the the record stops when somebody walks into a bar they don't belong in, you know? Uh That was the feeling I thought I was going to get. But, dude, I'm telling you, this guy, he's absolutely amazing and it's it's the best. It's the uh, best. The uh, the straight razor. I've never had a straight razor. Riz, you got it's pretty cool. You got to yeah. get it done. It's And it's so funny. Pretty it's cool. relaxing. It's so I relaxing. Sweeney Todd. You so would. relaxing. <laughs> and the fact that when people say, hey, man, who cut your hair? I go, slick. I just think that's yeah, awesome. It's, it's the coolest okay. thing ever. I used to go to a guy in New York named Scandal. <laughs> and that's how you say his name. <laughs> you do that with your hand, Scandal. Oh, uh, what's up, Scandal? Yeah. He was up the street from the radio station I worked at. It was upon a recommendation. I need my, my uh, as my grandpa would say, my ears lowered. <laughs> my dad uh, always said that too, go man. See, uh, go see a Scandal up the street. You have to wave your left hand. Yeah. <laughs> what is he, a Jedi? Scandal. <laughs> Dude, the coolest thing about going to, like, an old school barber shop is, like, you know, you hear the stories that you normally don't hear when you go to, like, somewhere where you sit down and it's, you know, a lovely lady cutting your hair who probably does a great job. But old school barber shop. And now that Moon goes there, too, we, like, hear different stories. <laughs> Moon came in, like, a month ago. So excited. He's like, hey, man. I'm like, what's up? He goes... You know, slick as karate. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a, he's a black belt. I'm like, oh man, it's just it's so cool, man. It's like a it's like a almost a fraternity. It's 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 awesome. Huh. It's, it's really cool to go. The straight razor thing is yeah, it's was, a game changer. That was fun, and it was the first time I'd ever had that too. So 37 years, or well, 30. Well, let's say 31 years of mm-hmm. me having a beard, or you know, having having to shave something. 
Uh-huh. And uh, that was the first time that I had somebody else do it. Six and years old, huh? Shaven. Man, Man, straight razors. Wow. Private. You guys crazy. seeing this? <laughs> wow. Yes, I'm a pro beard grower. But that was the first time I had had that. And, and like you said, you're kind of nervous. Like, I don't know, man. Somebody else shaving my beard. It's a little intimate. It's a little weird. Boy, Scandal would love you. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Scandal. Scandal. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Slick did say it was weird when you asked him to straight, straight razor your privates. But, uh... Yeah, well... He gave you Brazilian, didn't he? You never know unless um, you can, ask. I, can I can I plug my guy, which is the Beardly Man and the and the uh, out at the Meadows out in St. Charles? Yeah, area Saint, uh, Lake, Lake St. Louis. Louis yeah. He's freaking awesome, and it's a barber shop to where you go in and get everything. Oh, that's cool. Done they have the barber the pole and the and the they front. do they do. I make a lot of money when I'm in there on that <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah, you have muffins. Yeah, I wanted to say that yesterday I went to Mimi's after church and a Mimi's cafe out in Chesterfield. And a uh, manager, I think his name was Justin, came over and handed me a box of blueberry muffins. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it's right. awesome. That's They're what we smelled. Is that what yeah. we were smelling? I guess. Well, wow. actually, I just brought it in. But uh, yeah, that a lot of those folks oh, are there the listening. Valley? Yeah, they're oh, big fans. Wow. Hey, me look, nice. look at that. Hey. Yeah. So these are beautiful. The size of my head. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Mimi's. And thank you all for your email. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Did anybody in here see uh, the internet yet? Yes. What about the new Grinch movie? Uh, my kids did. Well, those two are one and two this week, and Ralph breaks the internet. This is week three being at number one, and this is the first time in history uh, the top two spots for two consecutive weeks were animated movies. Hmm. So. Ralph Breaks the Internet was good. Very good. Just a little uh, tip. Well, I really enjoyed it. Three three weeks in a row, number one. Uh, Marvel dropped a bunch of info about the um, massive in the making, Boy. if you will, Avengers 4. Who watched it? Who watched the trailer? I did. Oh, oh. We watched it about 50 times in my house. That's a shock. <laughs> uh, it's up on the blog if you want to check it out. First of all, the official title, Avengers Endgame. The official tagline is... Part of the journey is the end. And new release date, April 26, 2019. Trailer hints at how all the characters are dealing with the destruction noted in the film's endgame title, if you will. Here we go. little from the trailer. Thanos did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of all living creatures. Spoiler! We lost, all of us. We lost friends. We lost family. Yeah. We lost a part of ourselves. Ah, oh, God, yeah. This is the fight of our lives. This is going to work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. What did she say? This is work, Steve? This has this, to work. This is going to, yeah, this this is going to work or this has to It'd work. It would be cool if you just said, I know you are, but what am I? Right there at the end. So the uh, video is up on the blog or the trailer is up on the blog if you want to check it out. And this will be the last movie in the Avenger series is what I read. And that's it. You're okay with that? Uh, we know. Yeah, I mean, I tell you what, the first one was amazing. That part one, amazing. Yeah. This is going to be the last one with this cast. Guarantee you. You're going to see a new round of Captain America, a new round of The Avengers. A new round Kids. of... You think so? You yeah. think like they're going to get a new Captain America? Yeah. The, the next Avengers? Something like that. Sure. Are you trying so to say that there's going to be a reboot of some sort? Yeah. I wow, do believe I don't so. know how they could do that. You don't think so? You don't think... Don't that, you, think that, you think that they're just going to let Iron Man, that character, and that cash cow, you think they're going to let that go with RDJ? I know, but these... No. 
But these characters, uh, like, so Robert Downey Jr. has been Iron Man for so long, it would have to be a long time until they until they recast that, that role. Speaking of recasting and redoing and rebooting and reviving and all that kind of stuff, we've known for a while that Sony was planning to do a female 21 Jump Street, along with a Men in Black international reboot. And now we're hearing which two actresses will be in the 21 Jump Street female reboot. Supposedly. Can I, can I guess one of them? Sure. Tiffany Yes. She's getting everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, Are you serious? Yeah. I, I that was a complete guess, but she is. If there is something where it's comedy, Tiffany Haddish, and she Always. is. These are the top two choices. Nobody has said that they've signed on any dotted lines. The other one, it is was that, the way uh, Melissa McCarthy was for a while. She would get yep. every comedic yeah. role. Yeah. yeah. The other person that they are there is their other first choice is Aquafina. She was in that Crazy Rich Asians. Those are the top two choices for her the new Tony Aquafina. That's that's uh-huh. her. Like the water. That's her stage name. Yes, but you know who she is. You've seen, have you seen those Google Home commercials where she's like, what's a FICA supposed to look like? And then it's like, it's dead. And she goes, oh, not your day, buddy. She's got like that no, kind of like deep, raspier her. voice. You may know her if you see her. Jonah, Jonah Hill, not a fan. Quote, it's too complicated. It's kind of impossible with all the men in black stuff. He's what he says. The jump, what they're, they're, they're possibly going to be taking these two movies and combining the two worlds like a crossover. Men in black and... Yeah. And 21, and 21 Jump, Jump Street. Street. Yeah. yeah. That uh-huh. was a while ago. Yeah. So we'll see. But those are the two Here. possible female leads. This year's Grammy nominations were announced. Hip-hop dominated, as we all know, because uh-huh. we love it here. Uh, but so did soundtracks. Kendrick Lamar has the most nominations with eight, thanks to his work uh, curating the Black Panther soundtrack. Drake next. Lady Gaga nominated five times. Four came from A Star is Born. Black Panther became just the third soundtrack to be nominated for Album of the Year in the past 25 years. Anything for, uh, for 2SG this year? No, uh, but... I was going to get a spoiler alert, but we were going to get to the list, but no. <laughs> no, but I did have some buddies that got nominated for uh, Best Hard Rock Performance. Pretty awesome. First record, badass record. They're doing awesome. And uh, they woke up in Europe to a Grammy nomination. What about 2SG? Nothing? Huh? Nothing, nothing Not for them. Grammy's, Not even uh, for... I mean, this song? I think it's misunderstood. You got the touch. What? I'm not watching. You got the power. Yeah! Somebody was robbed. I tell you what, weird look on somebody's face. Show that video to somebody outside of this world. They're just like, huh? Oh, the video from what? King Scott? Yeah, to that. <laughs> so other noticeable snubs besides those guys. Taylor Swift, her album Reputation was nominated for Best Pop Vocal Album. Well, that's it. That's the only one she got. Uh, possibly because of when it came out, that sort of thing. Other snubs, Carrie Underwood, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Panic at the Disco, Sam Smith. Uh, 61st Annual Grammy Awards live February the 10th. Who's the host? Anybody know who the host Tiffany is? Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Aquafina. Nope and nope. Poland Spring. Oddly, a host. Evian. <laughs> no, a host has yet to be uh, announced. Okay. Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Do you want to go Mountain. through? Do you want to go through the nominees or no? Album for of the what? Year, uh, for for the Grammys. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are we talking? Aquafina. <laughs> Album of the year: Cardi B, uh, Drake, Post Malone, uh, Black Panther. So okay. 
Uh, we'll move on. Then. There it is, Jeff. In the wake of the Kevin Hart stepping down as the Oscars thing because of his homophobic tweets from 2011, Nick Cannon, along with a lot of other people, have Kevin Hart's back saying this is wrong. And Nick Cannon is showing other people that have done this and possibly worse, and there's been no repercussions. Called out other comedians. Problematic remarks in the on the Twitter in the past. First one was from uh, Chelsea Handler that read, uh, these F words that I'm about ready to say is the F word for uh, for uh, homosexuals. Right. This is what an F bird looks like when he flexes. And then there was some sort of link. And then he said, interesting, I wonder if there's any backlash here. Sarah Silverman had one as well. Also, Amy Schumer had one as well. And he concluded, quote, I'm just saying, should we keep going? So in other words, other people have done this besides Kevin Hart and no backlash for them. So you can't, so somebody can't grow up? Mean like, so, you know, I'm sure we've all said some off-color things in our youth. People change. People change, people grow up, people evolve. Uh, Did anybody see SNL this weekend? I did. On the news, uh, Michael Che, when he addressed it, did you hear this? Check this out. I actually did hear this. Kevin Hart had to step down as host of the upcoming Academy Awards because of homophobic tweets from 2011. But didn't the Academy nominate Mel Gibson for an award just last year? Also, if Kevin... Thank you. (laughs) I love when there's a black lady in the audience. Also, if Kevin Hart isn't clean enough to host the Oscars, then no black comic is. The only black comic I know that's cleaner than Kevin Hart is booked for the next three to ten years. Uh, so So Kevin Hart stepped down on his own. Yeah, he wasn't forced out. He wasn't forced he, out. He just he stepped, stepped down, on his down own. as opposed to apologizing. They and said apologize and we're cool. And he said, I'm not going to apologize. And then he apologized. And then he apologized. Yeah. Can, can I just say this? You say, you know, like, can people not grow up and things like that? But then you're very quick to athletes that post things on social media. You're very quick to be like, do you not know better? When like young, when tweets when they were younger post, you know, pop up. Uh, no, my thing on that is. Like they, I mean, some insane stuff. Like, where are the parents on that one? Like, uh, well, a lot of the times they get in trouble is because they post like hip hop lyrics that include the N word, and then all of a sudden it's like, check out this tweet I found from this. Yeah, but these are from back in uh, high you're school. talking about tweets from like 2016, 2015. That's what his tweets are from. His tweets are from 2010, 2011. I mean, but the- I don't know. Uh, Snoop Dogg also had some advice for Kevin Hart, and he was very much in a Snoop Dogg way if you want to uh, listen to this particular audio. Uh, this this came out pretty much right after Kevin Hart stepped down. This is Snoop Dogg's advice. Hey, kid, don't trip. That ain't our kind of no way. Oscars? Yeah, right. Come do the BET Awards, cuz. <laughs> or Soul Train. They don't care. You're a comedian. Cracking jokes. Smoking marijuana. Y'all want me to host it now? Nah, I don't think so. I got to do. And I got way more customers before I get to you. Kevin Hart, smoke a blunt. Tell the Academy to suck a a die trying. We still love you. Snoop Dogg. Grammys, too. I'm not... not, He said F the Grammys, too, right at the end. I wasn't defending what they're saying. I think what they said back then is dumb, too. Like, all this stuff is meant to be provocative. And just some of the stuff even Sarah Silverman said and Amy Schumer and Chelsea Handler, not even funny. Right. But should their lives be ruined for something they said a long time ago? Even with athletes. Right. I'm not defending what they said. I'm I'm asking the question. 
something that was said in your, I mean, in your youth a long time ago, should that be held against you as an adult? Hey, let's look at how you are as an adult first. And if you're not continuing those things, there is such a thing as forgiveness. Can be if someone has shown that they've changed. Yeah, posting, you know, lyrics with the N-word when you're when you're younger is still dumb. Oh, I agree. Well, how am I being am I contradicting myself? It just sounded it just seemed a little bit like that because how? just because you've said in the in the past you'd be like these guys are idiots you're handed a yeah, gold mine and then everybody just Yeah, when to- you're young you're an idiot. Right. And then, right. and, and then, we're all we were all dumb. And I did some dumb things when I was uh, when I was young. Thank God I'm not held accountable for every single thing I did when I was a teenager. Right now, uh, Stranger Things got a couple of videos for you to watch up on the blog if you want to check it out. First of all, uh, info on the new season coming up. But before that, even there's a video game coming out, Stranger Things: The Game. It's described as an action adventure RPG. Uh, A role-playing game? I I guess so, yeah. Uh, That pays homage to the 16-bit era. It looks pretty cool if you're into that sort of thing. Developed developed with bonus XP. Follows the events of the series' upcoming third season. You can look at an example of that on on the blog. If you want the game reportedly available on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Mac, PC, and, and mobile devices. And uh, they did not share an exact release date. All they're all they're saying is sometime in 2019. Watch the trailer for the uh, for the game on the blog. Also on the blog, trailer for season three doesn't really give you anything except for episode titles. Mm. Episode titles such as Susie, Do You Copy, The Mall Rats, Case of the Missing Lifeguard, a couple other ones. It also reveals so the upcoming... they're just releasing titles of, they did this last of the episodes. Did they, they did it last year. Yeah. It's like crumbs to the fans. Like, yeah. it's meaningless. It kind of sets up the era where we are going to be, and we're going to be in 85, and it's going to be literally like the summer after. Well, they did that little mall... Remember they did that the little teaser mm-hmm. with, the, uh, with the mall in Hawkins? Mm-hmm. And there's one called The Mall Rats. Huh. Yep. New season. I bet you is- gonna have something to do with the mall, guys. I don't know where you're that. That's, that's, that that's why your name's on yeah, the show. Is it October man. yet? It's stuff like that. When is it coming out? Uh, it just says 2019. New season set to drop sometime in. Don't 2019. they normally do it around uh, Halloween? No, no, no. I thought last time they did it early. Or no. spring. Yeah, I thought it was in the spring. Hmm. It says the clip also reveals that the upcoming season takes place in the summer of 85, less than a year after the events of season two, which begins right before uh, Halloween 84. I can't wait. This really sucks to have to say this, but remember Sean Weiss, Goldberg, goalie from the Mighty Ducks films? And he was in a bad way. Not great. He was arrested again. He was actually arrested in November, but it's just coming out now. This time it was shoplifting more than $200 worth of merchandise from a Rite Aid in L.A. Back in August. Remember his mugshot from August? Yikes. Yeah. uh, Public intoxication. He entered rehab shortly thereafter, saying he's got to surrender to his reality. Uh, He ran on Facebook at the time that. Also arrested on drug charges 2017, days after being released from jail for a separate crime. So things are not going well with him. Just sucks that nobody's there to help him. He's obviously homeless, needs help. Apparently, people showing their generosity in uh, this holiday. We talked about uh, Tyler Perry. He went in and paid four hundred forty-three thousand uh, dollars. I'm sorry, four hundred forty-three, yeah, thousand dollars of layaway at two different WalMarts. That happened last week. Kid Rock got wind of it, so he joined in and he tweeted, "Tyler, great idea. Followed your lead. Paid off the layaway at my local Walmart in Nashville. Merry Christmas. God bless." Manager of the store did confirm he paid eighty-one thousand dollars worth of uh, layaway stuff at Walmart. Hey, so if you just walk up to uh, like the Walmart service counter and just go, I just want to get 500 bucks to 
to pay for some people's stuff, they'll just take it? I guess so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How can you confirm that they will actually use it for people's layaways? I would imagine you'd need to call a store manager and set something up like that. But Like, can I get a receipt? Yeah. And whose money, like, whose stuff does it go towards? Right. If there's, I mean, if there's 250 layaway items, you get $2 a piece or... Hmm. I don't know. Either way, it's a cool thing. That's very nice. Lindsey Buckingham has settled that lawsuit he filed against Fleetwood Mac following his uh, him getting fired from the band earlier this year. Supposedly, he was fired from Fleetwood Mac because he asked everybody to hold off on a Fleetwood Mac tour because he wanted to do some more gigs with his solo effort. He responded by suing. Talked about it on CBS this morning on Saturday, how they settled I, I watched this interview. It's, it's very is interesting. It, is it weird? Uh, no, it's basically him and Stevie Nicks. Or Stevie Nicks wanted him out. And the manager, a fellow named uh, Irving Azoff, a big-time band manager, called him up and said, you're out. Stevie wants you out. Legally, this is all resolved. Yes, it is. And how long has that been for? Only a couple of weeks, and now we've, we've all signed off on something. And you're happy with it? I'm happy enough with it. I'm not out there trying to twist the knife at all. I'm trying to look at this with some level of compassion, some level of wisdom. But do you feel like you've been kicked out of the family? I do. Yeah, you were thrown. You were thrown out you off the tour. <laughs> yeah. Positive news about St. Louis. Well, hang on before you Sorry. before we move on. Uh, so the story goes that they were at some kind of award show, and Stevie Nicks was giving a speech, and she felt that Lindsey Buckingham was making faces behind her, and I guess right after that. She told the manager she wanted him out. Uh, Some cool uh, information are actually uh, stories about St. Louis and their restaurants. They're going to be getting some attention on the Travel Channel channel later on this month. Pretty cool. Andrew Zimmern was in town uh, last fall, ate at several of of our uh, popular restaurants, and now they're going to be featured on an up-and-coming episode of his show. Moon and I will be in the background for one of them. And King Scott, too. He savored some barbecued pig snoots. Got some, let's see, international Italian, or I'm sorry, traditional Italian fare, some noodles as well. Cool thing is, St. Louis episode airs on December 29th, tra- Travel Channel. Uh, let's see, Kraft, uh, Ger- Gerard Kraft is going to be on there from Posteria. Is that how you say that? Posteria, sorry. And then also Pappy Smokehouse and Noodle House is going to be yes. on there too, which is really, really cool. We're on the background of the Noodle House. Uh, yep. Would you get paid? Same. You get paid a lot. We got a free lunch. Lovely lunch and nice. put some uh, uh, sriracha granada on it, uh-huh. and because uh, he was there, yeah, we had a good time. We had a lovely, lovely time. Very cool. Uh, finally, everybody puts out a best of list at the end of the year. This is a worst of list, actually two of them from Entertainment Weekly: worst movies of the year and worst TV shows of the year. And it doesn't look like they're in any order whatsoever, but in the worst, worst movie list, what was a big? I'll tell you, one of them is the third in a movie series. What was a big disaster? I'm trying to think. Third in a movie Was there a Transformers series. that came out? Oh, there's two of them that are a third in a movie. What was the big dud? Robin Hood? Was that a big dud? Is that on there? No. That's a big dud. Not the top five on Can either. you give us a genre? Um, let's see. One of them is in the uh, very sexual genre. Oh, Fifty Shades Darker, Free, mm-hmm. yeah. Gray, Blue. Free. Fifty Shades Freed, yes, third of that one. And then the other third in a movie uh, series was The Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, that was garbage. Was that on Netflix? Yeah, garbage. Oh, so not all of these are theater releases. 
But that's a movie. I mean, they they got to they got to incorporate him now. What else? Um, you may tell you. Or yeah. You're thinking, okay, Venom, Tom Hardy. Oh, I liked it. Dude, that still is getting destroyed. Gotti, not with, not with my, John Travolta. Not my world. Oh, the John the, Travolta the Gotti Gotti movie, movie with John Travolta. I think I'd still like to see that. <laughs> I would too, just to judge on my own. But yeah, I've no, heard you, and you read know, that it was horrible. What what was the reason why that went away? I I think it was was it because Travolta's performance was so over the top cheesy Italian uh, guy thing. Uh, everybody says it was horrific. Yeah, I uh, guarantee you, one of the movies I really liked is probably on there. Which is Happy Time Murders. Not in the t- there's only five of them here. Oh. So yeah, I mean you if saw it was a like top that? ten or something. I loved it. I thought it was, was hilarious. that with the Muppets? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was hilarious. But I went into it going, Man, I heard this is terrible. And I hit play and I was like, Oh man, I'm glad I didn't pay to see this. <laughs> what else? Number two on the list, li- uh, li- list life itself. I don't know what that is. Annette Benning and it's Antonio Bandettis. And then uh, Fifty uh, Shades Free. How you say I guess. Show. <laughs> the worst, one of my uh, favorite SNL skits. The worst TV shows. Uh, I don't even know if I, if I. How do you say that? Is it Reverie? NBC? Is it yeah, Reverie? I think Reverie. Reverie on NBC. What's Anybody that? even know that one? Nope. Already it's already canceled. been canceled after one season. <laughs> From stars, uh, Sweet Bitter, about a girl who moves to New York City. Got uh, it. Insatiable, number three on Netflix. That's the one that was about the the girl who was overweight and then she came back the mm-hmm. next school season underweight or with uh, a quote yes. unquote nice body and it was. Uh, claimed that it was uh, fat shaming. Number two, Who is America? The uh, Sasha Baron Cohen stunt show. And number one, as far as the worst shows, Netflix Lost in Space. Hey, there's two things I want to bring up. Uh, number one is I started watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Great. Great. Really, really good. It is good. Really. If you she, like 30 Rock, you will love it. Yeah, this. I was going to say, she's a great actress and it's very Tina Fey written. I like uh, 30 Rock. I, I haven't seen I think so I'll gave... lose his own, Ellie Kemper. Yeah, I think I, I saw saying, like the first awesome. few minutes of it and I was like, mm. ah, so funny. Where is that? Is that on the Netflix or yeah. where is that? Okay. It's Netflix only. And that show with the, uh, the singer, you don't know who it is. Oh, yeah, that, oh, that came yeah. out? Get no, out no, here. it's coming out. I, think, yeah. I keep seeing the commercials for it. Like it's somebody famous singing. Yeah, is it judges... Masked Singer or something like that? The what Masked Singer. Yeah. I want to see that. I want to see it so really? bad too, which Come is weird on, that guys. you want to see that. But I know. I do I'm so see that. confused. I will. Speaking of shows, I'll give and it things, an episode. Speaking of shows and stuff that you watched, I have to say this. Mm. I watched Dogs on Netflix on Moon's recommendation. And I told you, f you, dude. It's gnarly. Huh? Oh man, it's hard. We, we we only made it through the first two episodes, but at one point I looked over at my wife and she looked at me and we both were going. I was like. I'm gonna watch like GI Joe or something. <laughs> I, can't do, I can't do this right now. <laughs> I Dude, told you man, that was... first one. I was like, I wasn't expecting this kind oh, of man. range of yeah, emotions I'm not watching here. That. It was like it's like a documentary. It's called Dogs. I was expecting them to be like, hey, like, oh, here's how this dog, dog going down a and... slide. Nope. Oh, have you dude. have you heard of the new Mike Rowe show? It's a, it's on Facebook only. It's called no. Returning the Favor. No. I guess he did a, an episode in St. Louis. It's people who do charitable things. Now. Oh, he, no kidding. He swoops in and does great things. Michael Rowe, huh? I guess there's a jobs guy. There's a guy that has a sporting goods store and you don't pay any money like oh, if the only cool. thing keeping you from your kid from playing soccer is a pair of soccer shoes you can go in there and get oh, a pair of soccer shoes for free and if you have something to leave you leave it oh, and Ro cool. came in and brought you know $30,000 worth of oh, that's awesome. brand new sporting is that goods his, uh, is that his legal name because it's always made me giggle what Mike Rowe? yeah Mike Rowe the guy's <laughs> name is Mike Rowe. that's hilarious I don't know who knows? I hear your crappy birthdays. Riz, I can never say this chick's name right, but she is so gorgeous. I cannot not mention her. Emmanuel, is it Shakiri? Shakiri? Dude. She is the, the star of Super from, Troopers uh, 2. Yeah. Entourage. 
Yeah. If there is, if you if you have no e's girlfriend, if you have no interest in seeing Super Troopers at all, just I see like it for her. Super Troopers too. What's her I name? I thought it was all right. Emmanuel, Emmanuel Shakiri. It's it's C H R I Q U I. She is forty three. Nice looking woman and is stunning. She's forty three. Yeah. Yeah. That's clean living right there. Uh, Meg White is 44. Bobby Flay is 55. And uh, today's Burton birthday of the day. He was a bodyguard for Will Smith and LL Cool J. Actually supposed to be the bodyguard on the day that Notorious B.I.G. was shot. And he's had a super successful acting career. Was in Talladega Nights, Armageddon, Green Mile. Michael Clark Duncan would have been 61 years old today. What did he die? Did he have a heart attack? I believe so. I believe so. He was, uh, was he dating that Omarosa chick, huh? Omarosa, yep. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Crystal DeBoer. Today's birthday girl, she's seen more white than the bottom of Santa's sleigh in 115 fine films, including This is an Anal Hazard. <laughs> oh, my God. Also in Orgies, The Next Level, Rocco's Animal Trainer, in a movie called Welcome to the Anal Agency, and who can forget her unforgettable role in My Friend is Hooking Up with My Mom and I'm Cool with It. <laughs> Uh-huh. Crystal DeBoer, 40 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, thank you, Tony. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You like that? Nope. What was that? <laughs> what? Been to a uh, sumo wrestling event? I have not. I have not. I'm gonna on Friday. Jeff's gonna on Friday. Yeah. So our friends over at Healing Comedy Club, they're doing an event on Friday called Sumo and Saki. So they're clearing out the comedy club. They're putting in a sumo ring, and there's two shows: 6:30 and I believe 8:45. And there's gonna be some world-class sumo wrestlers at Helium Comedy Club in the Galleria. That's going to be so cool. Live sumo, dinner buffet, drinks, sake. So get all the details on the uh, Helium Comedy uh, website. It's at heliumcomedy.com. They've done this in, uh, I think, Philadelphia before. Yeah, they just did it last week. right? It was huge, and I, they, they sent, over, uh, sent over some pictures. Just because I was, I was talking to them saying, like, how does it work? Where does the ring go? And they sent over pictures, uh, you know, as to how it looks, how the setup is. It looks awesome. And everybody's having a great time. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, three sumo champions will take the stage one night only. 1,500 pounds total. Eight total pro sumo champion and world sumo champion titles. So that's this Friday over at Helium Comedy Club at Sumo and Saki. Some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. Thanks, Tones. Uh, there was a shooting at a nightclub in Florissant on Sunday morning around 1 o'clock. This was at the Mystic Grill on West Florissant Road. Police got to the club. A man was uh, dead in the parking lot. And St. Louis County Police are investigating. If you have any info, please call Crime Stoppers or the St. Louis County Police. Boy, this... I didn't see this story on Friday, but uh, somebody robbed the Richmond Heights post office on Thursday night. 
and they're offering a $50,000 reward for information leading to the capture of whoever did it. And that's coming from the U.S. Postal Inspection Service, offering a $50,000 reward for info leading to the identification, arrest, and conviction of whoever robbed the Richmond Heights Post Office on Thursday night. What'd they take? They're not saying. Hmm, interesting. They are not saying what was stolen. That, makes, that's me, that big, makes me immediately think, hmm, it was important. That's a big reward. It is a big reward. Especially that reward and the fact they're not saying what was stolen makes me immediately go, what they stole was something big. Well, I mean, it's also a federal, yeah, like a federal it. crime. Uh, whoever it was walked into the post office around 5.40 Thursday night. And this is the post office on Big Bend. Pulled out a gun. They were dressed in all black, including a mask. Nobody was hurt. But the U.S. Postal Inspection Service says everything will be kept confidential if you have any information about the robbery. 50 grand. Sweet little payout. Uh, bad news down at the AB Brewer. I don't know if you saw, the, uh, if you saw this. AB InBev said there's going to be some layoffs coming on the brewing team. A uh, company spokesperson said fewer than 20 salaried jobs would be affected here in St. Louis. But they do employ a couple thousand people downtown. And I guess there's a aluminum, aluminum plant in Arnold. But they released a statement on Friday that said, quote, we are implementing a limited number of targeted changes to our supply organization in our North American zone. The changes will affect a small number of salary positions are intended to, uh, to better align our operations with our commercial strategy and to further reduce complexity. And speaking of beer, boy, there is a battle between all the breweries here in the city. And there are a lot of different, I mean, aside from, you know, AB, you know, our friends over O'Fallon, mm -hmm. Forehand, Schlafly, Urban Chestnut, there's a lot of great beers in the city. And everybody's kind of jockeying for a position. But it's getting nasty. So I read this on uh, the RFT's website over the weekend. In fact, there were some articles in the uh, Post-Dispatch, too. Headline, Schlafly executive resigns over anonymous newsletter blasting forehands. So Schlafly Beer is apologizing to Forehand Brewing Company after one of their executives talked smack in an anonymous newsletter. So the newsletter is called Brew IQ in the Lou. And it's, it goes out to bars and restaurants, you know, around the area. It's industry stuff, uh, news, advice, you know, gossip. So it's not owned by any particular brewery. It's just a circular. Right. So there's a section of the newsletter called The Buzz. And there was a blind item which basically said that Forehands was facing a quote-unquote dilemma in the hashtag MeToo era because of the possible meaning of its name. Look up forehands in the Urban Dictionary. Okay, forehand. Okay. Um, a massage by two girls. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of different kind of like dirty meanings to it. Okay, I can't say that second one. Yeah. I mean, two girls give it. Okay, that's all I could say yeah, there. You can't say any word. That's not an urban dictionary. So though. this is what this, and, and this, you know, this blind item in this gossip thing said, quote, naming your brewery after a sex act provided at a massage parlor no longer feels good. But that's not what it's named after. I know. They're just trying to twist it. And just so you know, Kevin Lemp is the owner of uh, 
four ants, president, co-owner. Yeah, and wasn't it Kevin and and three? It's 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 either Kevin and a partner or Kevin and three other guys, and it's four hands are well, coming it's, together it's to make his this wife, beer. His wife and two boys. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, I yeah, I knew that because I knew it had nothing to do with. Four hands and the logo represent the intertwined hands of his family, including his wife and two boys. Not a massage parlor sex act. So apparently it was a pretty high up senior executive from Schlafly who wrote that message, who who, who was the, the author of that blind item in that newsletter. And Tom Schlafly, the, the co-founder, put out a statement saying, we're embarrassed to learn of these actions and sincerely apologize to Four Hands Brewing Company. Now, how how high up did this go? And, and wait a minute. So how did he get busted, though? Like, if it was an anonymous letter, how did they? No, no, no. I don't know how he got busted. But how high up did it go, though? Well, the executive that wrote the message reportedly resigned. And on Wednesday of last week, Schlafly Beer confirmed that CEO James Pendergraft had resigned. So he resigned last Wednesday. They said a top executive resigned. Mm-hmm. The author of this, they know, you know, they didn't say that this guy did it, but... In a joint statement with Forehands, the uh, the St. Louis brewery, which owns Schlafly, acknowledged learning, quote, in recent weeks that a senior executive had caused negative and misleading information to be circulated about Forehands Brewing Company through a derogatory paragraph about the company in an anonymous newsletter mailed recently to local bars and restaurants, as well as uh, deceptive online postings and a phone survey to local bars and restaurants in the first half of the year. So it's not just that. It's mm-hmm. other stuff, too. Yikes. And the statement says the executive acted alone and has since resigned. In the joint release, Forehands accepted Schlafly's apology. Quote, we are grateful to have this behind us. We have always run our business with an emphasis on family. Yeah, it's like dirty ta- dirty tactics, lowball stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, smack talk when it's unnecessary. How about your product just stand out for what it is? Yeah, and... Contrary to that story, I think the majority of St. Louis breweries are all on the same team. I think yeah, that's, that's one of the, that's too. one of the great things about St. Louis and St. Louis beer and St. Louis breweries and it's business nice right now. Pool for everybody, well, yeah, it's the not restaurants only that. the same way. Yeah, but everybody's like pooling together, and it's not a uh, it's not a rivalry vibe like it is in some cities. Now, listen, of course, your business you want the you know you want the large market share, you want the bigger market share, you want your business to succeed, you want people to buy your beer. But again, there's enough pool, there's enough room in the pool for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and you can help. You know, everybody's gravity and orbit can kind of help slingshot each other as well, and and that's that's a big player in a lot of industries, especially when they're on on the on the local level like this. There's but, a lot of great beer coming out of the city. It sure is, man. And 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 including Anheuser Busch and the ones the that King. are and the ones that are friendly are getting bigger, and they're consistently getting bigger, and and year after year getting bigger, and the few that haven't played that friendly game, you don't hear about. No, nope, you don't. You know, but that's that's dirty. And and listen, I'm I'm glad Schlafly took care of the uh, took care of the issue. Yeah. Hey, remember a couple months ago, uh, the tour spot going out towards uh, the lake, Uranus. Mm. <laughs> Why did I just laugh like I was 11? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, they got the uh, the fudge shop and uh, the world's largest belt buckle. Oh yeah, over there. They started a newspaper called the Uranus Examiner. Remember that thing? Uh-huh. It made it was a big news story. It made national news. Oh yeah. Well, how are they doing? Already out of business. Oh, already out of business ads. after publishing just five editions. 
In statements posted on Facebook, the managing uh, managing editor and the owner and publisher blamed a judgmental, quote, fuddy-duddy squad for the paper going under. They said a lot of people supported the paper, but banks declined to loan it money, and many businesses wouldn't advertise in it, partly because the owner once owned a strip club. And guys, now Pulaski County has no newspaper. What? Where are they going to get their news? How are we going to know what's going on in Pulaski County? (laughs) There's not a newspaper in Pulaski County. The Uranus Examiner has gone under. All right, that's the uh, that's the local stuff. We'll get to some of the national stories after the break. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Including the story of one principal at a school in Nebraska and why he banned candy canes. Why he banned candy canes. It's pretty ridiculous. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, this is Dan Cummins, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Love you. Hi, welcome back. Phone number 314-6Walker, 314-692-5537. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz. Sexy time fun facts coming up a little later on. Also, uh, we'll find out if anybody's getting shot today for the Riz Show Pick'em Challenge. I know I did not do great on my football picks this week. Me neither. Terrible. Terrible. I did not do great. I don't think anybody did. I don't think anybody got worthy or you were nice and comfortable. Boy, there were a lot of great games, though. Yeah, Yeah, the games were good. That Miami, that Miami New England game, jeez. Cool ending. Not for me. (laughs) Not for me either. Remember I said I was going to pick Miami? Oh, don't, don't, don't. That was a lucky thing. Don't. Don't We even had a discussion about it. Don't don't beat yourself up. Miami plays two... Two good games a year, always. Always against New England. Always. Wasn't their greatest game, though. But they still won. It doesn't matter how, doesn't matter what happened before the win, they won. Well, it, it does if you're kicking yourself about it. I am kicking myself about it. I am. I just hope I'm not shot three times today. That's it. Oh, man. Uh, when will you do the bulk of your Chris, uh, Christmas shopping? Already done? Mm-hmm. Everybody already done? No, I'll say this week. Yeah, I'll be done probably uh, next week. Hmm. Yeah, reality is probably start this week, be done next week. The most popular time, like so when asked, a recent survey found the most popular answer as far as when do you do the bulk of your Christmas shopping is uh, late November, early December. 34% of people said that's when they do most of their Christmas shopping. 19% said they uh, they do their shopping two or three weeks before Christmas, which is right about now. And we're just over two weeks away. Another 19% said they shop throughout the year until mid-November. 8% said they do the bulk of their shopping the week before Christmas, and 4% did it during the Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. And 1% of us wait until the very last minute and do all of our shopping on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Hope you like a stuffed animal uh, holding a Mylar balloon because 
That's what they have That's to Walgreens. Like. Yeah, I was just going to say, take the Walgreens tag off. Hey, honey, I got to go uh, get I'm, gas I'm in my you, car. Man. I'll be right back. You, you you mentioned this, I think it was off the air last week or, or maybe even on the air, but you mentioned you know Christmas Eve shopping, you know, Slim Pickens. As being somebody that worked in retail for, for 10 years during Christmas Eve and being open on Christmas Eve, it's not like it's it's slim pickings. It's slim pickings when it comes to if you're looking for the hottest new toy or if you're looking for the hottest new thing. But like if you walk into Macy's, it's not like it's bare racks. There's stuff everywhere still. Yeah, you're right though about the uh, the yearly like popular toy. Yeah, like oh, like, it's pick. You go to Toys R Us. Well, R.I.P. Toys R Us. R.I.P. Uh, I mean, some of those shelves were picked clean. A couple days before Christmas. Yeah, we were too. Depends on the toy, though. Like, if you want to go to like the board game section, or if you want to go to like just the oh, regular yeah, if like, I Legos, get straight up Monopoly. You're good. The the kids had some some money, and they they wanted to go bumming around and shop for uh, for each other. And we went around. It was like the Targets and the WalMarts and you know department store kind of vibe. And the only thing, the only shelf that was empty was the Fortnite shelf. Gone. Every single shop had a Fortnite in cap that had nothing on it but a Fortnite sign and a bunch of price tags thrown around. Nothing was there, and my son was so bummed. Yeah, all that stuff was first to go. Yeah, that's the only thing you'll have difficulty finding. One percent of us are all about the bargains and wait until after Christmas to buy all their presents. And the poll also found that most purchased Christmas gifts last year were clothes, food, healthy and beauty products, toys and games, and books. So good luck out there. Now our society is is really still trying to trying to figure out the right balance of being inclusive and tolerant without being too extreme or being too politically correct. Do you still think about it when you say Merry Christmas as opposed to Happy Holidays to certain people or no? No, I don't either. I know there was a time when you're not supposed to say that. You know, like in your schools. You ever- were you ever not supposed to say it? Eh, yeah, schools, oh yeah. yeah it like schools. There was, there was a push a couple years back. You mean was... the war on Christmas? Yes, that's <laughs> da, 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 da. We lost it. We lost. <laughs> no, but in schools, right? Uh, in schools. In, oh, yeah. And in, in corporations, you're, you're having a holiday party, not a Christmas party. Yeah, that. But did you ever meet somebody that really cared? No, but I was just curious if it, when you say it, do you still think about it at all? Like, ooh, I should have said happy holidays. It's yeah. weird I said Christmas as opposed to holidays. Tr- trust Maybe? me. Yeah. Trust me, When there are times where, especially doing stuff with, like, for example, the blues, I know that me saying Merry Christmas could offend somebody, so I say Happy Holidays. I thought about it a little bit this last Friday because my neighborhood went caroling. Uh, our neighbors, like, they, they do some stuff for the St. Louis Caroling Association, and we joined in. And, like, you know, you're singing, like, classic carols mm-hmm. and the the frosty the snowman and that vibe but there's a lot of you know like christian undertones or, or, or christian christmas songs as mm-hmm. well and the whole time i'm thinking huh i wonder what happens when we get to the jewish neighbor right but yeah. everybody was just so happy to see somebody out there caroling for them and it was actually a really really cool experience yeah i don't know i don't know anybody that was actually ever offended by yeah, Merry Christmas. I'm Jew. Are you kidding me? Did you just say that? Yeah, and I think it was more of a school cover your ass kind of thing with flyers. And well, there's a woman named uh, Jennifer Sinclair. She's at uh, she's a principal at uh, Manchester Elementary School in Elkhorn, Nebraska, and she recently sent out a memo to the staff about what is and what isn't acceptable at the school during the holiday season. Basically, her goal was to remove anything with religious themes, and that included candy canes. Why? 
quote, historically, the shape is J for Jesus. So Get out of here. What? <laughs> as the red is the blood of Christ, and the white is a symbol of his resurrection. I'm not sure if I've heard of any of those theories on candy canes before. Is that true? I've never heard of that stuff. I've never heard it, too. I've never heard of it. All symbolism is true inside the brains of the people that believe it. I thought a candy cane was shaped like a J because it's a cane. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought it was shaped like a J because the only thing you want to do with those dumb things is hang them on the tree. And that's and then throw them right in the garbage when the tree comes down. <laughs> well, first got to pretend to hook your mouth. you got to uh -huh. do that. And then you throw it away. And, and the red and white is because it's peppermint. It says here, nope. a story says that a choir master in 1670 was worried about the children sitting quietly through all the long Christmas nativity services. So he gave them a sugar stick. And then he made them into the shape of a J, just like the shepherd's crook, to remind them of the shepherds that visited the baby Jesus at the first Christmas. It has nothing to do with the letter J. It just has to do with the shepherd's hook. Yeah, but I mean, it does relate to Jesus in a roundabout way. But nobody thinks of it that way. Ridiculous. Speaking All I think about it is, hmm, somebody says, hey, man, candy cane. And I go, hmm, I've never finished a full one. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say, speaking of, uh, of, of, of thinking about it, is there a product on this earth that is made and thrown away more than a candy cane? Hmm. I mean, think of the amount of candy canes from those I mean, seriously just, flavored what ones What I would do as a kid twisted. was uh, you make them into like shanks. Right. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I would just stab my brother. That was it. <laughs> never finished all one. Yeah, you've never have you Nobody ever had ever this has. conversation. Hey, what'd you just do? Oh, I just finished a candy cane. <laughs> Nobody's ever said those in words. the history of candy yeah. canes. Nobody's ever finished a whole one. <laughs> no. like even they, the, even they, the halvesy ones. Are no, just the like, halvesy ah, ones. I no, can. I can. As I can soon as your those. fingers get sticky, you're like, yeah, you know what? I am done with yeah, this. Thank you, finger, for reminding. I think the closest I've ever gotten is they had like a couple years ago. They came out with like a starburst flavored. Candy cane. I was like, I'm going to try this. And I was like, damn, this is pretty good. And the next thing I knew, I was like, oh my God, I'm almost to the hook. And I was like, but I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm fed I up. I think with this. my mom stopped buying them and just used the ones from the year before. We mm -hmm. just packed them away. Yeah. What'd you use them for? For breaking. To hang on the tree. Oh, you actually hang them on the tree? Oh, yeah. yeah, so yeah. do we. That's the only thing that's yeah, the, the only, only thing use. they're good for. Yeah. Hang on never the tree. And they all got to go the same way. Mm -hmm. You can't have them all willy nilly, just throwing them up there. They're going to face the same way. No, really? I, on the tree, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks nice. It's, and again, it's the only thing to do with them. The, my, my kids are always like, can I have a candy cane? And I always go, I don't know, man. Are you sure about that? Are you sure? Because I know for a fact within four minutes I'm going to find it stuck to a table and I'm throwing it away. Yeah. Well, so the principal bans the candy canes because of Jesus. Jesus and it seems like parents and fired up war on Christmas soldiers around the country, they, they flooded the district with calls and... Uh, but as extreme as Jennifer was with her policy, the school district's response seems pretty extreme, too. They wind up suspending her while they investigate. Uh, and they've gotten so many angry calls that they're putting police in the school on the outside chance somebody may come and try something at the school. That's how crazy you people are. you got to be kidding me. Jeez. Yep, this is not a disaster at all, huh? Not at all. Not at all. Here's uh, one parent talking about it. I feel like it was very deliberate and intentional about eliminating just Christmas. Educating our child, children is very personal. And we give our children over to educators to not only educate them about math and science, but learning all kinds of other things. If a school is going to be able to eliminate everything about Christmas. And okay, we'll get you pissed. Look up uh, Miss Kentucky 2014. 
Plus, you can hang them on your ear. That's cool. Uh-huh. You just, walk just hang them on your ear. Miss Kentucky 2014. Ramsey Bierce? Yeah, Ramsey Bierce. Nice looking woman, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice looking girl. Miss Kentucky 2014. Uh, she doesn't look so great in this picture. I was just, just going to say, this, this one that seems like a mug shot. Oh, you found that picture, huh? She's 28. She now works as a middle school teacher in West Virginia and was arrested last week for sending topless photos of herself to a 15-year-old former student. According to the criminal complaint, she used Snapchat to send the boy pictures of her, quote, nude breast slash chest area. <laughs> and she confessed to police that she sent the kid four nudes over the past couple months. And the investigation started when the boy's mom contacted the cops and reported that her son had inappropriate photos on his phone that were sent to him by Ramsey. But mom, Miss Kentucky. <laughs> mom, Miss Kentucky. Dad, seriously, dad. <laughs> dad, you got my back. Dad, right? come but, on. Don't honey, you- it is Miss Kentucky. <laughs> uh, she's been charged with distribution of obscene matter to a minor. Uh, it's a felony. If she's convicted, she's looking at a max of five years in state prison. I believe for her uh, talent, she played the violin hmm. during the uh, Miss America competition. I'm not sure there's anything that would make me RSV, uh, RSVP no to a wedding faster than this. There's a woman who's getting married in Hawaii next year, and Moon is calling shenanigans on this. The story. I read a little bit more. I I don't know, man. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility, honestly. I guess not. When I got to the end of her rant, so this woman is getting married in Hawaii next year, and uh, she sent a she sent a Facebook uh, message to our guests that found its way onto Reddit, and it's going viral. Why? Because she set a dress code for her guests based on weight. Number one, women under 160 pounds are supposed to wear a green velvet sweater, orange suede pants, Louboutin red-bottomed heels, and a Burberry scarf. Women over 160 are supposed to wear a black sweater, black pants, and black heels. Men under 200 pounds are supposed to wear a purple fuzzy jacket and all-white sneakers. And men over 200 pounds are supposed to wear all camouflage with black sneakers. Oh, and regardless of what they're supposed to wear, quote, we want you to invest in an outfit valued at at least $1,000. What? Anyway, word got back to the bride and her post was, uh, that, that her post was going viral. And now she says she's planning to make all the guests take a polygraph to figure out, quote, the snitch who put me on blast. Yeah, that, that makes sense. No, no worries. I mean, yes, it's kind of out there. Did you see when she went on about how uh, this is my business, this isn't anybody else's business, this has to do with our traditions, we met at a psychic, um, all of these colors represent things, which is interesting because even she says that the over 160 women are wearing an outfit that basically like describes what she wants to be as like shame outfit. Well, she says, remember, the venue is extremely upscale and we want to uh, be looking our best. Please, if you look like trash, so will we. Huh. Damn. Yeah, then she goes on to say that the colors represent, like, the, the good colors are 
all of these peaceful things. The bad colors are the devil and what you want to wash away and uh, the shame of being unhealthy. Then she goes on and says, this is none of nobody's business, which she is right, and says if you go to an Indian wedding, you don't, uh, you don't sit there and 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 rebel and and criticize you know the dress or the 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 traditions that they do, but you're going to do it on on her traditions and the things that she yeah, wants. My to husband serve. and I are certified spiritual healers with over ten, with over ten years of experience. Hey, wow, hey, been doing it a while. Yep. Been in the game for a while, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you all know this. Our wedding colors, fabrics, and intimate synchronized dance are something we hold very dear to our hearts. Yeah, the, uh, the black and camouflage outfits represents the aura of the devil that we must shoo away. Yeah. The soda hats represent our wishes for an abundance of life-saving liquid. Okay. So the smaller people are supposed to represent, or are supposed to have clothes on that represent all the good stuff for them. And the bigger folks are going to have stuff that represents the devil that they want to shoo away. Well, so there's that. I mean, that's going viral. And then there's this. Remember we talked about non-traditional baby names last year? Uh, or last week? Oh, yeah. What, one one woman named her kid uh, Absidy? A-B-C-D-E? Yep. Absidy. So non-traditional baby names are as popular now as they've ever been. But you've got to know when you pick a strange name. Am I right? Oh, and You're doing I mean, it on purpose. Yeah. Yes. You know when you pick a strange name, you're going to get some strange reactions. So there's a Facebook post going viral right now from a woman who who just canceled her baby shower. Why? Because her family mocked the name she picked for her unborn son. The name? Squire Sebastian Senator. Okay. Oh, that's that's all that's his first name. What? <laughs> Squire Sebastian Senator. Oh, wait. Wait until you see the rules. This is how it will be. He will he will not be allowed to have a nickname. He is to be called by his full and complete name. Ugh, this is this has got to be a fake story. There's nobody that's ever like this ever. She also says, "quote I never knew my family could be so judgmental," which is why she called off the shower. And she says, "Oh, one more thing. She was not drunk when she named the kid, <laughs> Squire Sebastian Senator." Did you read the reasons that she named the kid that? Uh, no, I don't know why. She goes on to talk about how, for hundreds of years, uh, the, her her her, already, anse- <laughs> her ancestors were squires, famous squires, all throughout England or or, or wherever they're they're from. Get the f- out of here! And that they're related to some American senators. Which is why Senator is in the name. And the two combine her ancestry and then the perception of wealth and success. And she wants to have this kid be perceived as successful, wealthy, and tied Uh, to his roots. There it is. Uh, We come from a long-lasting family of both squires and senators. (laughs) Uh, If you look back in our family tree, the survival of this clan is literally rooted in squiredom. We are all related to Senators, too. This name conveys power. It conveys wealth. It conveys success. My baby's name will be a revolution. All right. It will push people to question everything. Why name your baby boring and overused names like Joshua, Brian, Sam, that's my son's name, Nick, Mark, Bella, Marina, etc., when you could name it something special. uh, Squire Sebastian Senator will live a powerful, wholesome life. 
His confidence will not diminish simply because his name is out of the ordinary. Instead, he will be extraordinary. Did you see what his middle name and last name are? F you all. Fake-ass family. (laughs) (laughs) You won't get to be a part of my baby's life, and it's all because you had to judge him. See his middle name? Bob. No. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Smith. Smith. Sebastian, or what is it? Squire, Squire Sebastian, 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 Senator Senator Bob Smith. Smith. (laughs) Senior. All right, that's your news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. People are nuts, honestly. What the hell's going on? We all need a break. We just all need a break. 36 on this Monday. Another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. You're not happy, man. You're too old to be driving a car like that. It's too I'm, big for you. Oh. You little tiny pecker. <laughs> hey, whoa. Whoa. Jammy Jam over at the Sheridan Westport Chalet, Westport Plaza. Our New Year's Eve extravaganza. The weird thing is, okay, so so last year was, you know, full prom theme. We went tuxes and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, ladies looking stunning and heels and all that. So this one, there's a lot of ladies that are super psyched that they don't have to wear heels. And Yes, yes. And I think it's going to be completely insane as far as just the overall vibe goes because people are going to be so much more comfortable. Now, there's a couple options, and this is what we've been talking about, is you can go super comfortable, uh-huh. super funny style, or super sexy. Oh, super sexy. All three of which are going to make an environment very conducive for partay. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a, it's a pajama party. People are going to get at it way faster than last year because last year, you know, they... Spent the money or the time to look all fancied up and gussied up, and 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 it, it might take you a little bit to, to break that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited mark. to see how people take this mm-hmm. and where they take it to. I've seen a couple people. It's gonna be wild. I've I seen promise. a couple people that like you know, hey, and I just know them like, I would never say, hey, let's hang out, but I friends with them on social media. Send me a message, one lovely lady, and said, is this appropriate for the pajama jammy jam? She sent me the link to the Amazon, and I clicked on it, and I said, yep. <laughs> well, let me see. Oh, God, Can you get it? Back and oh, I want to so, see. So that's the thing. Is, is It's going to be a lot of ladies in 90s. Yeah, my girl wants to go sexy, and I was like, oh, crud, if you're all sexy, am I going to be out of place if I'm funny? If I went for the funny vibe? And she's like, maybe we should both go funny. Maybe we should go funny, and then she goes sexy halfway through. Hmm. I'm going uh, Hefner. Nice. Are you really? You're going smoking jacket? Yeah, and he has silk pajamas on. Very nice. He always had the, the black silk PJs underneath. Mm-hmm. So you're going comfy slash funny. Yeah. Captain's hat. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> this isn't the exact one, but it's something similar to this. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's... My, my girl sends something that'll over. Be, that'll be okay. My girl sends something mm-hmm. over that was sheer on the top, that's and I an go adult baby onesie. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, you're not you're, and, and, you're not and seeing it, anything that you wouldn't see at a, at a swimming pool. It's a, it's actually know? it's actually closer to this, and this is this is it's a snap. Go, go back to that oh. thing. Same thing. A snap 
crotch romper. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Hmm. All right. All right, tickets are on sale now, by the way. 1057thepoint.com. Hotel overnight package available still. That's the Sheridan Westport Chalet, Westport Plaza. You have to be 21 uh, years of age or older to attend. It is an adult party. Music, open bar, food, champagne toast. Don't say adult party. Mm. Don't say those words around Jeff. Did you see his, his huh? head? <laughs> <laughs> and I just bought my ticket. <laughs> 1057thepoint.com <laughs> for all the details. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Also brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The St. Louis Blues won their game against the Jets on Friday, one to nothing. What a great Jake game, Jake Allen's huh? first shutout of the year, and the team seemed to hold their own while still missing some key players on the ice. Then... Momentum, right? Momentum going into the next game on well, Sunday. Of course, that's yeah. how it works, Riz. Uh-huh. Uh, then yesterday happened, and after scoring three goals in the first, Jake Allen was pulled. Chad Johnson set in. That didn't matter. Final score, 6-1 to one Vancouver. Oh. Only highlight for the team was Jordan Cairo scoring his first NHL goal of his career. Uh, this is the It was 5 nothing at that point. So This is the bluesiest fact that I can give you. So the first Vancouver Canucks goal, it hit the glass bounced off Jake Allen's back and went into the goal. That's not a recorded shot. The Blues were down one to nothing with zero shots on goal. I noticed that too, and I was going to bring that up, what that means. It literally was not a shot on goal, <laughs> yet they scored. So the Blues were down one nothing with zero shots So who shots got on credit goal. for that goal? The guy that shot it uh, against the against the boards. but uh, like huh? The last person to touch it on the team. Yeah, the guy that missed it against the boards. Well, I was watching football, and I was like, oh, the, the Blues game has started. And I turned it on. It was 3 nothing already, and that was me done with that. <laughs> Blues are off tonight Back to take to on the uh, Florida Panthers on Tuesday at the Enterprise Center. Puck drops at 7 p.m. So we'll go through the picks here in a second, but there's two games I kind of want to highlight here. First, the Dolphins beating the Patriots in one of the most amazing endings that you'll probably ever see. Miami down five points with seven seconds left to go in the fourth quarter. They were on their own 31-yard line. Pretty much the only way to win the game was what everybody else assumed, a Hail Mary pass. And then this happened. Tannehill will throw it, and this will end it after the shovel, or will it? Miami running around, circling, oh look out, Gronkowski didn't have the angle, touchdown, oh how can you drink a miracle? The Miami miracle. Who was, whose announcer was that? I have no idea. Oh, okay. That, no, was, that, that, was, national that was TV. Okay, so that was just a national Yeah, because he was like, yeah, this will end it. Well, that's no. funny because we have both the Miami and the New England. you want to hear first? Well, the radio calls. Let's hear uh, Miami first. Okay. All right. Daniel, last shot, back to throw. They throw it down. They try to pitch it, and they do. To Parker, Parker pitches it. And it's good, good, 30, 20. The count has got a tackle. Oh, no way. No way. No If you beginning to end that, that is him about to fall asleep, and then the Adderall yeah. kicks yeah, you, in. Yeah, you yeah. can hear him th- uh, closing his three-ring binder oh, of information well, on the team. Who would have thought? Well, this who would have thought that play never works? Yeah. And here's uh, New England. And he's going to win the foot race to the end zone. The Dolphins are going to win it on the lateral. 
seven seconds of just this. Nobody knows what to say. I don't know what to say. Never seen anything like it. Really on the field is confirmed. It is a touchdown. In the beginning of that was the ref just going, seriously, everybody? That just happened. In the beginning of that clip, and and I had to cut it out because it clipped, and you know, like when they overmodulate on AM, it kind of messes it up. But in the middle of that clip, as they're running it back, the one announcer goes, ah, Jesus. I love how the ref had to come out after Well, I said, you know, they were expecting the Hail Mary. That's why Gronkowski was out there. Yep. They were one of the big body to uh, knock down the ball. The uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins won the game Mm 34-33. No time left on the clock. Go ahead. Who are the Dolphins? Uh, Nobody. 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 Again, stunned silence in the room. (laughs) Yeah, listen, the the two games that I knew that I lost right in the last minute, I wasn't complaining about it because, A, I wanted the teams that I voted against to win, and, B, I knew you guys weren't going to pick any of these people. Well, in Dallas, the Cowboys were battling the Eagles for first place in the NFC East. Regulation ended, score tied at 23. Dallas won the toss to get the ball first in overtime. After getting the ball inside the Phillies' 20-yard line, Dak Prescott threw a pass to Amari Cooper. The ball was tipped at the 7-yard line by Philly cornerback yeah. Rasal Douglas, but it popped up. Cooper grabbed it, ran in, touchdown, Dallas wins. Dallas wins. Dope. And, of course, I had the Eagles. I had the, t- the the Cowboys. I had the Cowboys. I had the Cowboys. Also, it was a good game in, in, in Kansas City. Kansas City was a good yeah, game man, there. I was supposed to go, and I didn't Chiefs, get to uh, go. Yeah. We were oh, gonna yeah. Go, we were going to go together. You said you were going. You yeah. didn't know. Me and, well, me, yeah, me and Moon were going to go. But. The, yeah, but I, had to end up, I ended up painting all day. Well, that's boring. Yeah, I was a little bit behind. Uh, all right, Chiefs won. Who picked the Chiefs? Me. We all got the go, Chiefs. Chiefs. How about the... Ending for the Steelers Raiders game. Yeah, yikes. Where the kicker Slip. fell. Mm-mm. Who picked the Raiders? Nobody, Nobody in here. Oh. Nobody. Well, the Raiders won. So. Uh, how about the Giants Redskins? Yeah, I had the Redskins. Sweet. I had the Giants there. I had the Giants. I had the Redskins. Jets Bills. Who I had, had the Bills. I had the Bills. I had the Bills. I had, I had the, the Bills. Bills too. Okay, we all lost. <laughs> Uh, Saints Buccaneers. Oh, I had the Saints. Saints. I the Saints. Saints. Uh, Colts Texans. Yep, I had the Texans. I had Texans, the Texans. Too. Texans. Okay. Uh, Rams and Bears. I mean, uh, Rams. That was easy. the other one. That's an easy. I was one. so Rams. excited to see the Bears kick their ass, but I knew all of us lost that one. We all had the Rams. Kick their ass. How about the Panthers Browns? Uh, I had the Panthers. Panthers. I had the Panthers. Panthers. I had the Panthers. And the Browns won. <laughs> Falcons Packers. Packers. Pack. Green Bay. I had the Packers. Okay. Broncos 49ers. I the Broncos. 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 <laughs> Bengals. Chargers. 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 Okay. Lions Cardinals. Yeah, the Lions. Lions. The Lions. Lions. Lost. <laughs> Ooh. Lions lost? Lions lost. Ooh. Wait, boy. did they? I have the Lions as the winner. Oh, I'm sorry. The Lions. I'm sorry. Mm. I lost. I literally literally almost just threw up. I lost. Okay. My fault. My fault. Okay. Had it it shake out there, Tones. All right. So here we go. With 10 correct. Wow. And the winner of this week. Wow. Anthony Stalter. He better. Sports guy. That's all he gets. (laughs) With nine correct. And in second place, Donnie Fandango. Way to go, Don. Good job, Donnie. He gets a little more than Anthony. Uh-huh. Yep. In third place, with eight correct, Moon. Yeah. Tiny bit for you. 
In fourth place, with seven correct, Jeff Burton. Oh. Damn it. Then comes King Scott with six correct. Uh-oh. Good job, buddy. Tony Patrico with six correct. Oh. Good job, buddy. Scott Rizzuto, six correct. Oh. Oh. Why? <laughs> Can I see your sheet real quick? Because this morning you said you had six correct, right? I did. But then you had the one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, okay. So you just you miss the lions. You had one. that You're the okay. lions cardinals yes, game was I, the only I, one. I, okay. So uh, all three of us, myself, Riz, and King Scott, have six correct and Seattle tonight. Woo! So you're facing five shots. King's got facing five shots. You're facing six. Six oh shots. Oh my God! I'm facing three shots. And remember, this th th this is going to be the last <laughs> shots of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we accumulate them over the um, the break. Uh, how many uh, points do you have? Thirty-six. Oof. Who's how many points do you have? 40, 46. 46? Yeah, I have fifty. Oh, oh man. <laughs> wow, I, think, I think I'm screwed here. <laughs> I'd just like to congratulate my friend Jeff here on being undefeated still. I'd rather not talk about it, but, but thank you. Hey man, All right. Congratulations. That's really cool. Thanks. Good for you, Jeff. Stop trying to do All that. All this part of the season. Right, we'll see tomorrow. You, you too, we right? will <laughs> see tomorrow. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Great. Thank you. I'm Patrigo. That's your sports. And to, oh, you want to talk about the whole thing? I mean, yeah. Me. I, mean, I, did, I, I thought we spent a little too much time on that, though. But uh, Lee Smith and Harold Baines. Yeah, Lee Smith. Uh, yeah, and yeah, Bo By the... Uh, Modern game era committee as to making the Baseball Hall of Fame. So both of those Lee guys. Lee Smith. Was he on another team besides the Cardinals? I believe the, the Cubs, The, the right? Cubbies, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Will he go in as a Cardinal, though? See, that's the thing. He we were talking to. baseball. You go in under a certain team, right? Yeah. You get to pick. Yeah. He yeah. has to. The stats he, he accumulated. Too. He was a damn hero here. Uh, what was it? Too. How long was he on the Cubs for? I think he was on the Cubs for a long time, though, wasn't he? Mm, I'm not 100% sure. I don't sure. remember him even being on the Cubs. Jeff, while you look that up real I'm quick. I'm going to look that up real quick. Uh, I do want to mention this. So, you know, soccer, a big thing. We're trying to get a push for soccer here in St. Louis. Uh, the MLS Cup, that was decided over the weekend. Atlanta, uh, they won. They beat Portland Timbers 2 to nothing. 73,000 people mm -hmm. went, to that, huge. went to that mm. championship game. Damn. Crazy. Huge. Yeah, did you find out? Yeah, yeah he numbers? played for, there was, there's less teams that he didn't play for. Cubs, <laughs> Red Sox, Cardinals, Yankees, Orioles, Angels, and Expos. Who did he play the longest with? I believe it's the Cubs. Okay. Seven, really? seven, eight years with the Cubs, three with St. Louis, one with the Yankees. Oh, so he played more with the Cubs. He was only three, yeah. three Two years, years with Boston. Wow. I think he was three years here, but I think it was three of his best years were here. <laughs> three great years. Am I right, yeah, guys? Man. Yeah, he was the, uh, you're right, Tony. Three times, he was 91 and 93, and 91 and 92, he won the Rolaids Relief Man Award. So you yeah. are correct. All right. And he was an all-star a couple times with the Cardinals. That's sports. Yeah, I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show headline. Whoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com. 314-862-0123. Division of AFN and MLS 237341. All right, let's go to Huntington, West Virginia, where last Saturday, Walmart employees stopped a man and a woman is suspected of shoplifting about 30 bucks worth of clothing. Turns out that uh, some police officers were already at the store on an unrelated matter. So uh, security let the police search the suspected shoplifters. Not only did the cops find the stolen clothing, but they found uh, 26 grams of crystal meth in the guy's underwear. All right. As well as uh, 550 bucks cash. 
Brandon Lee Webb. Arrested, charged with felony possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute and misdemeanor shoplifting. Right in his, right in his drawers. 26 grams of crystal meth. There you go, from Huntington, West Virginia. That is your Headline News. Show on 105.7 The Point. Where is the time gone, fellas? It's already 9.15. So we gotta do this. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun facts. Welcome, guys. King Scott's here. Hello. Time to begin. Sex, relationships, all that stuff. If you get more in the mood during the wintertime, guys, you are not alone. Multiple studies have shown that it's normal to feel slightly hornier during the winter. CDC data shows that more babies are born in July and August than any other month, which means people are getting busy in the winter more than any other time of the year. Yeah, let's stay in bed under the covers, nice Mm -hmm. and warm, and then, oh, look, let's do this. A uh, 2017 study published in uh, Scientific Reports looked at Google searches for sex-related words and phrases over the course of 10 years, and they found spikes in these types of searches around the holidays. So what is it about winter? That gets everybody kind of randy. One study published found that uh, the winter, the winter shifts in daylight length actually lead to a better environment for eggs in women. And that men produce higher quality sperm during this time as well, compared to during the summer. Hmm. Not to mention the colder months bring, uh, bring an inherent sense of closeness. So we are hornier. I'm sorry. Hernier. Hernier. during the winter months. Apparently, um, people get lonely, herny, or both <laughs> at a much more random time than, than you'd expect. Uh, Tinder just released some uh, end-of-the-year stats, and they found that in 2018, the most popular time for swipe, uh, for swiping was... The most popular time for swiping was 9 p.m. on Mondays. Hmm. 9 p.m. on Mondays was the most popular time to swipe on Tinder. And the stats are like what? Like what? What makes that the most popular? They didn't say. Oh. It just is. It's probably because there's nothing to do. Maybe because you're you're going over your weekend on Monday evening. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, or weekend's over, and you probably have a better shot at uh, people meeting. Or maybe you were disappointed. Yeah, you kind of take an inventory yeah. of your weekend and went, "Well, I didn't have intercourse. Let's go to Tinder." <laughs> <laughs> that could that could be. Yeah. Uh, the most popular months for Tinder were January and August. The most popular time on the average day is 6 p.m. 
The foods that people mention the most often in their bios, pizza, tacos, and sushi. And the most popular TV show put in their bios as the biggest show in 2018? Stranger Things. Friends. And you know what? Probably because it's so universal. Everybody's going to know about it and be able to talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. I guess so. It's pretty strategic for a guy, too. Even if a guy has never seen an episode, you put friends in your bio, people are like, oh, he looks oh. friends. Then we have one thing in common. Everybody says I'm Monica. I found my Chandler. <laughs> I finally, finally found my Chandler. Uh, here are uh, six relationship issues that could pop up around the holidays. So these will be stressors in your relationship over the holidays. Number one is holiday spending. Especially if you're not honest about it or you go way over budget between presents and plane tickets and parties and decorations. It's an expensive time of year. So make a budget together and try to stick with it if you could. Then there's the uh, resentment over where you're spending the holidays. They might say they don't care that they always spend Christmas with your family every year, but they secretly might wish they... Have a year with their family. May I go back to number one real quick? Yes. This brings up a question that I was thinking about over the weekend, especially with all you guys. I don't like it when you think, but I know. Everybody with a significant other, is there a certain amount for a present that you will check with your significant other first before you spend that much money? No. Like whatever it is, doesn't matter if it's $10 or $1,000, you don't feel the need to go, hey, man, I'm going to drop this kind of cash. Are you cool? With it, like, hey, I, I, you know, if you guys casually need a power washer, for instance, and you're Home Depot, they're on sale for fifty bucks less. And if it's a big purchase, we'll talk about it together. Right, that's what I'm asking. We'll probably go out and get it together. Okay, like present wise, though, like I know you're gonna drop a lot of money on me this year for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Are you gonna discuss it with your wife first? Always. Okay. Remember, I'm the guy that just showed up with a car. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Hey, I did a thing. Which that is insane. (laughs) If I would do that, it would probably be that's grounds for divorce. Like that. I mean, that is when he just came home with a car. He went to go get his plates renewed and bought a car. (laughs) (laughs) Like like that's two cars ago. That was that was two cars ago. Yeah, he's gotten a new car since then within the calendar year. And if I did that, my wife would literally be like, "Get the hell out!" Like, Uh, why? I work. You work. Yeah, I work. But it's a marriage. It's a decision. That's a yeah, huge purchase. That's a conversation. You I see right there? That's great. I decided. I decided. Are you nuts? She wants to go get a car. Go ahead and get a car. Whoa. Wow. I hope she's listening. Yeah. I hope so, too. Go ahead, babe. Hey, man. You got Knock yourself, yourself a day out. now. Man. You know what you're doing today. I'm just going to say this just in case she is listening. Uh, uh, babe, no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> you just called his wife, babe? No, I'm That's talking about mine. Oh, okay. My babe. No, 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 no. Tell her no. <sighs> I'm now, a lucky can man. She, can she go buy, say, me a car? Yeah. Can she get a couple cars? Yeah, uh, I mean. Yeah, I'll take well, a car. Listen, we all know our car. limits. All right. I know what'll put us under. She knows what'll put us under. I know too much, you know, how much is too much, and she knows how much is too much. Stay a little I'm below not, that I'm number. I'm not her father. I don't need to be a parent. Uh, okay. Another relationship stress router is um, uh, when drinking gets out of hand. So we drink twice as much during the holidays. That's uh, according to a recent survey. So that alone can cause drama. Like just getting after it at these Christmas parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, holiday traditions that clash, uh, clash. Like 
just try to compromise. So so one person doesn't hog the holidays. Either try to incorporate both of your traditions or do a trade-off where one person takes a lead this year and the other person gets their traditions next year. What's good about our our house is, uh, you know, my wife was, her whole family's Jewish. And sometimes Hanukkah overlaps with Christmas. There are years where, you know, Christmas is, d- is during Hanukkah. But what's good is there's eight crazy nights, so we could just kind of... Listen, we've had four crazy nights in a row. We're going to have a Christmas night or two, and then we'll get back to the and rest we'll of the crazy to, nights. We'll get back we'll, to Hanukkah. We're going to knock five, six out of those thing. eight. <laughs> uh, then there's the drama with the in-laws. You know, it's easy for, for family stress to cause problems in a relationship, too, especially if one of you already has issues with the other person's family. So just be mindful of it and try to stay on the same team. I think that's a big thing. Try to be, stay on the same team. Yep. Don't undermine each other. Let's not get in between people. You know what I mean? Try to stick to the time that you said you're going to stay with your family until it was time right. to go to her family's or vice versa or whatever. Stop Just taking sides. Stick to that. And uh, then there's the gifts that don't measure up. Like if if one of you puts more effort into a gift or spends more than the other person, that's why agreeing on a budget might be a good idea. Oh, for one another? Yeah, or or just period. So set a max of like ten, you know, uh, you know, hundred bucks or fifty bucks, and then like stick to it. Oh well, you spent more on my gift than I spent on yours, and now somebody's pissed off. These are all stressors. The nice thing is, I don't know what anything costs, so I'm just so excited. You could spend seven bucks on me, and I wouldn't know. I'd be like, "This is awesome!" I Thank have you. no idea either. This is great. I have no clue. I am the last guy to tally or itemize. It's how not much is a gallon of milk? Style. Do you know how much a gallon of milk is? Yeah, three. Uh, I have seven no idea. Bucks. Uh, not a clue. It's like two. Not a clue. Forty-nine. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe less. I than don't that? know how much things cost. You could tell me, oh, dude, gas is four bucks a gallon. I'm like. Yeah. That's pretty good. No, I got no, it's- <laughs> I got I got cut from the grocery shopping team because uh because I don't look and I don't know what things cost. I get them if I need them and uh, and 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 uh Mallory got back from the grocery store a couple days ago and she goes, "I saved $21 today." And I went, "What?" She goes, "Uh I I went here for this and then I got these kind of beans here." Like, what? how do you even know the difference in bean prices and all this? So she's itemizing and saving money, and I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. That's bad, too. That is bad. Yeah. That's why I got cut from the team, that is which bad. is fine with me. The grocery store team? I like the grocery store shopping, but when I come home and the groceries are there, that's even cooler. See, not me. I'm, I need to be there. <laughs> really? I need to be wow. there. Well, you do a lot of the cooking, though, or the majority of the cooking. I do a lot of it, yeah, but I still, I need to be there. Especially when she goes, hey, I'm going grocery shopping. And I go, all right, cool. I was like, uh, which one are you going to? And she goes, Target. I go, I'm going. Why is do, that? Now, I'm can going. you give a detailed list? I mean, I can give her a list, yeah. Is it because you're an itemizer and you're a saver? I mean, I mean, you're you're like a price ch- checker? Uh, yes and no. Uh, I like I think, the whole process. I think more or less, like with me, it's I could say to her, hey, I need uh, I need cheese, I need this type of, uh, you know, uh, Greek yogurt, and I need, we need tortillas, okay? 
And she'll come back and she'll be like, I got tortillas and I got Greek yogurt and I got cheese and I also got uh, this family size thing in Doritos and I got, I saw these. These are interesting. Oh. I got this popcorn that would be a that's kettle So your corn. wife needs a no like, person. What? I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah, that's me. And then I'll, I'll, and then I'll, I'll, I'll look at this. all these different types I'll, of Milanos they have. I also say, yes, I also say this. I came home with six of them the other day. I six say, different bags of different flavored Milanos. I got a tub Milanos. of Milanos at home I say, from babe, Costco. I say, babe, there's these uh, there's these chips. They're called veggie chips. They come, they look like Pringles cans. I'm like, just get like the sour cream and onion and the cheddar. The kids really enjoy those. Get those. She goes, okay. I come home and there's 14 in my cabinet. <laughs> and I go, what are you doing? And she goes, she goes, you said the kids like them. I'm like, we don't need 14 of them. I did not have a basket get in my hands because I was there to get one thing and I was shopping with the kids. I left with as many uh, Pelican Bay popcorns and um, Milano, those six different flavors that I could fit in between all my fingers. I was like, you know, doing the, the, when you the have crab grass stuff mm-hmm. and you just throw it on the conveyor belt. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. It was ninety bucks. And uh, speaking of the holidays, that's how much I could I could carry. Before we get to the sex toy of the week, uh, in the world we live in, it's not too hard to imagine. That a world with robot brothels is is too far off. In fact, there are some that are actually popping up. Don't they have one in in uh, in Canada? Something like that. Or they were trying to, and it got shut down. Yeah, I've been saying that for in years. Vegas, though, when, when when they figure it out, this that's is, legal brothels. This Scott. is going to be the way. But is it have... wrong to sleep with a robot? Is it wrong to sleep with a robot? Wrong? No. Creepy as hell. Yes. Researchers. Surveyed hundreds of people and found most felt sex with machines is morally acceptable as long as you're single. Respondents were less okay with people in committed relationships having sex with robots. And there was another researcher who was not involved. Wouldn't you prefer that? Wouldn't you prefer that? So, So if I said to my wife that I went to a robot brothel. Instead of a. Instead of a real one. Yeah. There would still be a lot of explaining to do. Maybe so, but let's say you're 40 years <laughs> yeah, into a marriage. As in, why do you got to go to either one, first of all? Let's say you're 40 years into a marriage and it's a sexless marriage and this person is used to going outside the marriage, but they don't want to have an affair or any of that, so they're going to the Vegases and the Thailands or wherever, you know, you can legally uh, um, partake in prostitution, but instead they're moving over into this robot brothel. Hmm. Well, you know what? My first thought is at least that way there's no emotional uh, emotional connection. Yes, at the same with the other person. So let's say my wife came home. I'm trying to let, now let, now now let's reverse it. Would I be pissed? I I guess I would say, oh, thank God he didn't have sex with a real person, but a robot, huh? Yeah. It's the same thing as you know the smaller versions, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's at home. Well, I mean. This is a few steps away from having one of those at home. That's out. That's out somewhere. You're mm. out doing it somewhere. Out like not in the house. That someone else also was using. They may have disposable ones. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's take let's take the robot the Romeo. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying though? I mean, people are just trying to be happy. Once it's outside the house, I think it makes a difference, honestly. Hmm. Think about that. Uh, Once it leaves the confines of your Private residence. Okay, let's say your 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 wife is going to do this. You're telling me you prefer her to do it at home than somewhere else. Come on, come on. We're saying I prefer her not doing it. You period. say is it I'm wrong? Saying, I'm like one or the other. what? In what sense wrong or bad? 
Like again, I think morally, it's it. Yes, I mean, it's this. It, I think it is going to somewhere else to get sexual satisfaction, other than your significant other, is not right. However, all right. Well, here's is what one it, is it here's what one wrong? researcher like, says. Here's what one researcher thing. says. Like, maybe this will maybe this will change it. So this is what one researcher said, and and he um he researched a topic. Before And he says, the more you start thinking about it as something that could compete against or interfere with your relationships, that seems to be what people morally object to. Mm. So it's, this is an additive to it, not a replacement? Or this That's is why somehow, we're okay with it? Uh, yeah, it's the, the that fear. person is not getting it here, so they're going there. Yeah, okay. it's, the, it's the fear gotcha. of it interfering. Are, do you think the people that sit there and they say, I think this is... Wrong, and these should be shut down because it's not right. Do you think those people need to just go, okay, just calm down? Like, they can open them, and then you have to morally decide, should I go to this place or not? Like, there are people that are, like, like passionately against these things, saying we should yeah, not have reasons. to, we should not yeah, build robots also- for sexual gratification or whatever, you know, sexual satisfaction. And, and people are like, it's a machine. Yeah, Moral, it's a machine. Morals and passions and uh, and convictions have been one of the most subjective things I don't know. over I, the course. If I of... drove past a robot brothel, I'd go, "Ooh, there's a lot of yucky things going on in there." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's also you're but you're, you wouldn't you're go... confined by your preconceived notions and the culture you've been brought up. But in. you wouldn't go yeah. shut it down. Our minds shut out of that. this no, down. You just got to slow down. down. I'd, I'd go, say the exact same thing as I was parked. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> want one next to a school. There's some disgusting things going in there. Blinker. There are some really gross things that are going on in there that are going to be tracked into my car. <laughs> I wouldn't want one next to a school, right? But well, yeah, no, industrial park. See, now we're getting silly. Idea. Like, I mean, of course, like not next to a school. That yeah, is I wrong. Some that zoning is bad. issues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know that sex problem right by St. Ambrose? To be zoned correctly. You go to the sale and take a hard right, and then you're there. <laughs> Just like yucky. I can't turn on left. I can turn on right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Scott had sex with a with a robot. Is that him losing his virginity? No. No. So Rosie, the robot from the Jetson, if I no. was a kid growing up in that house, and that was my Nope. You're fine. Uh, you're good, man. You so you still, can, it still counts. Like, you can oh, have no, the interaction no. while she's cleaning and taking care of the house. Nope, right. It's still you got it. Thanks it's for coming still, in, Scott. And now the Roger Ebert of Dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. Scott's the only guy that can make talking about having sex with robots even weirder. <laughs> uh, All right, this, Tones, what do we got? This is ridiculous. This is the gentle ride-on sheep stuffed animal. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. What? And wait, and wait, wait, wait <laughs> to hear this, guys. And I'm telling you, this Oh, is, my God, this is a sheep. <laughs> Listen, with, with, with like what did you think of us? look on its face. <laughs> so the price of this is $417. Wow. The average review is five out of five. I can get you and, one for and three. The, the, re- so, yeah. the review comment is from an unknown source, and, and it's five stars. And there is only one review. I will say that. So, uh, this is so the one person who reviewed it loved it. This is it's weird, man, and I can't I can't even begin to even comprehend this. He says, "Well, I know this isn't your typical sex toy, and most people who purchase this item aren't using it for sexual purposes. But I'm not afraid to admit that I love this. I've always been curious about human animal animal connections, and this allows me to pursue that fantasy while not breaking any state or federal laws. 
Obviously, I'm not bragging about this in my public life, but okay. in private, I am 100% comfortable with this almost three foot tall companion. Let's, let's <laughs> switch out robot and this thing. <laughs> okay, and have the same conversation. Right, yeah. And let's have saying. the same conversation. Well, at least start with a real animal. Heart beating. And I don't want to. I don't really want to have this conversation. You know what I'm saying, Moon? Switch out robot and this thing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a theme here. Uh, he says it's soft and almost has a lifelike feel, with the exception of the bone structure. Mm. Its oh soft touch God. is amazing to cuddle up against after we both have a great time. The facial features are amazing. In the distance, it looks like it could be the real deal. Upon further research, there are other animals that are offered, and I may look into those as well. Please do not post negative replies to this post. They will be deleted. I am happy <laughs> and live my life the way I choose. You should, too. If curious about my lifestyle, feel free to contact me. This product comes highly recommended. Nope. Not curious. Mm. Nope. I see your comparison, but this is different because this is emulating something that is illegal. And just to oh, let you know, this yeah. is this is. I looked this up. This is a child's toy. Oh, like this is not meant for. Hey, this guy's going to do this to that. File it. This is a this is a child's toy, and then there's many make, other animals. Why'd they make the legs so nice, That's, uh, Scott? Okay, Scott. There was there was four days. <laughs> I, there yeah, was yeah. four days. <laughs> we're done here. Tito Ortiz, you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back. I do love these uh, holiday rejoins. They're good. They're kind of all over the place, too. Hey, we got some guests in the studio. Got a couple Team Riz members here. Hey. Uncle Ken and Getch is here. Hey. Now, you guys uh, run the uh, STL Weirdos podcast. Along with Doug Thompson. Along, sorry, Doug. <laughs> That's all right. If you forget to mention Captain Doug, he's gonna yeah, well swing through this glass window and can tell how much he cares. One of us. He's not here. <laughs> he wasn't invited. He wasn't invited. Sam, he cared that well, much. I mean, he's, he's at work right now, so he would be here. So after uh, after we're done here on the air, we're gonna jump across the hallway. We've opened up our doors to you guys, uh, and we can't yeah. thank you. Yes. I can't stop smiling. So, <laughs> and what and what a gift for you guys to talk to me. No, it really is. <laughs> my wife. Merry said, Christmas, guys. Thank very, you. Very. Uh, he says that every morning, guys. That's <laughs> we go on. Uh, my wife said, uh, make sure it doesn't turn into like that Chris Farley show skit. Oh, remember, hey guys, remember, remember when you guys? That was awesome. Uh, Tony, remember when you lost that weight? That was awesome. Uh, that's great. Ken's, awesome. Ken's been fangirling for a week. Nah, I don't know about yeah, fangirling. He, he was here at 6 a.m. in your parking lot. No, no, no. You know what's funny is I made that joke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, I think one of you guys said, what time are the uh, guy, What time are the fellas getting here? And I said, well, Ken's priority here. So. <laughs> hey, uh, once you know, I only drive heaved only four times today. So. Oh, good. Okay. Congratulations. I'm good. Man. So we're going to be on the STL Weirdos podcast. Look at that. About that. Finally, right? <laughs> about that. Well, I was going to redo my resume. Now I have a reason. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. It's awesome. So you get to ask us anything. Go ahead. Well, nope. not right now, but later. <laughs> Question one. And they better be good questions. Uh, well, me and Getch here, we uh, we took, what, five, ten minutes? Really good work? Yeah, just... Good stuff, guys. All Thanks right. for the good. prep. Good, good. <laughs> hey, can, I, can I shout out real quick? Uh, birthday? Oh, boy. Uh, uh, team Riz. Oh, 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 team rules? No, 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 no. I thought you listened to the show. God, get your own show. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Christina Beeler, you all know. Oh, yeah. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, before we uh, wrap up today, we do have some food news for you. <laughs> food news. Um, 
So apparently, nobody, we don't, we don't really use Grubhub here, right? Do we have Grubhub? Um, it's in certain areas. I, I We actually tried to use it yesterday, and it is not available in Wentzville. Yeah. So. I'm a DoorDash guy. I am too, normally. So I guess this would be kind of the same thing, right? Grubhub is the same as DoorDash. Is same that what principle. The, is that, is, same in, vibe. Right? It's, it's delivery. Delivery for food that normally is not delivered? I mean, yes and no. Some places that do deliver also run through DoorDash and Grubhub. Well, they just put out their list of the top 10 foods of 2018, which is based on the jump in how many uh, they were ordered this year compared to last year. Ooh. So, uh, so it's, it's trendy foods. Trendy foods. I haven't seen the list. Trendy foods. But with this type of service, I bet you the delivery number for burritos has skyrocketed. <laughs> wow. Because I was thinking before, you're not going to have your, uh, uh, like, oh, I want a, a Chipotle or, or a Qdoba The trendiest delivered. food in America is the bean burrito. Huh. It was specifically the bean burrito. <laughs> Sorry. That makes sense. <laughs> What else? You got to think. We ordered 276% more bean burritos this year than we did in 2017. That's a lot of toots. That is a lot of toots. A lot of toots. A lot of toots. We are tooting up a storm. No other food had that big of a jump. Go ahead. Jump in there. Tacos. Fellas. Tacos, no, did not make the the top ten. What about some like grilled cheese? Nope. No, good. good guess, but wrong. Thank you. Pasta. Sandwiches or paninis? Uh, well, chicken sandwiches, they're in the top ten. Ooh, mac and cheese. No. Damn it. Those poke bowls? Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. Yep. Is it like, like raw fish? It's raw fish and rice. Isn't it essentially almost like uh, a sushi roll unwrapped and, and in a bowl? Yes, that's what okay. it is. Then you got your chicken sliders, and then your, your baby back pork ribs. Your chicken burritos, your chicken sandwiches, your cauliflower rice bowls. That was a big thing this year. Cauliflower rice. Mm-hmm. Which are you are you on board with the cauliflower rice? Uh, yeah. It's got to be prepared properly. A lot of people like, and they, they sell it in those frozen, like you steam them. If you put it in the oven. Yeah. If you lay it out on a cookie sheet, put it in the oven. Okay. So game the, the last time I had it, again, frozen section, you throw it in the, in the in the microwave, it steams it, and I must have taken it out too soon or didn't let it sit properly, because mm-hmm. all I remember, I was like, man, this feels like I'm just chewing on broken, like uncooked rice almost, like mm-hmm. smaller pieces of rice that are just, it was it was a horrendous experience. Also this year, chicken and waffle <laughs> wow. sliders, big thing, chicken and waffle sliders. Yeah, I'm glad you're covered. I'm good, man. Thank Parmesan you Parmesan so chicken much. and uh, buffalo cauliflower. Buffalo, buffalo cauliflower, awesome. Yeah, I'm really good. Uh, it's what's the 10th? Yes. And uh, your New Year's resolution is already screwed because uh, news just leaked out that McDonald's is going to add bacon cheese fries to the menu. I saw Ooh. this. What? Bacon cheese fries. Yeah, they started uh, testing them last month in, in uh, Hawaii and Northern California. And apparently the test went so well, they're, uh, they're fast-tracking them, guys. This Early is bo- next year. This is a the box last... with melty cheese like White Castle does, or is this a, a cup? Remember they had those? They had them at Wendy's not so long ago. They were terrible. But the thing oh, is, the Baconator with, fries? With something like that terrible. is, and none of us are people to do this, that's got to be eaten immediately. Yeah, that, that's, that's not just going to be gross by the time you get home. Anytime they go past OG fries, they've tried other things, they've gotten rid of it and gone right back. McDonald's fries? Yeah. yeah, with McDonald's. You just go right back to OG. Yeah. 
Have you, have you, I, never once have I gone, man, you know what make this McDonald's fry better? Cheese sauce. Never. Because the McDonald's fries are legit. Yeah, they're always winner. They're yeah. I mean, always number one or number unless two. You in get the them and, unless you get them and they go, here you go. And that, you reach your hand in the bag because you got to eat a couple fries on the way sure. home. You reach your hand in the bag and you go, that, these are terrible. I don't even have to look and or taste <laughs> like, And you put he? it to your mouth and you go, it's a warm gummy worm in here. God. All right, one more thing before we hit the final break. Uh, you could save a lot of money on coffee in January. If you're willing to make an investment up front and, and do some math to make sure there's a good deal for you. Uh, right now, you could buy a 16-ounce tumbler at Starbucks. It costs you 40 bucks, But you could get it filled with free hot coffee or hot tea every single day in January. How many times a day? Just once? Uh, like, let's say you got a Starbucks in the bottom of your office building or something. <sighs> Yeah, just keep going down there? That I do not know. Yeah, and... I don't know if it's a once-a-day thing. Before you do this, make sure you check that the office building Starbucks isn't like a licensed one that doesn't participate in that kind of vibe. So so if a coffee's around two fifty, you'd need to go to Starbucks 16 times to break even. But if you go all 31 days in January, you'll come out to close to uh, 40 bucks a hand. Yeah, look at that. And a tumbler. And yeah, and a tumbler, <laughs> and sleep through February. I, I don't know if you could. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you go more than once a day. You're gonna have to read the fine print on that. Yeah. But. Wonder what the tumbler looks like. Wonder if people are gonna complain it's too, or not enough Christmassy. Or if it's just one of the because they got those there all the time. And yeah. They're probably forty dollars regular. The Sixteen price ounces. Anyway. That's right. All right, we'll take our final break of the morning. Come back and wrap it's it up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango will be in next shortly. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? The title for the blog and podcast today is, Oh, I Just Finished a Candy Cane. Find out why and uh, and where by listening to the podcast anywhere. Maybe not Spotify, but that's uh, that's on them. Check it on iTunes. It. And, yeah, other uh, we, we know about it. <laughs> you don't have to send us any messages. We know we're not on Spotify. Facebook <laughs> messages. It's on them. It's not our fault. Uh, AB confirms a small number of layoffs. Uh, Schlafly CEO resigns. Uh, po- most popular dog names. And NASA reveals the first audio. Catch that on the podcast as well right in the beginning of the show. 1057thepoint.com slash, you know, whatever it is. is yeah, the, the, first, uh, the first sounds from Mars. Did you fellas hear it this yes, morning? Yes, we did. Let me see. Yeah, the uh, what is that? The Insight rover is up there. Let me just see if I can just play that real quick for you guys. So this is, I, I believe it's wind on Mars. This is the first sound, sounds from Mars. All right, so you may have to turn up your your speakers a little bit. Just listen closely. Got it. I didn't know Jeff lived on Mars. Hey. <laughs> Starting it and ending it. I'm not sure that's not from Uranus. Hey. Oh. Hey. Hey. Good night, everybody. Off. It's your own damn pot. Oh. Make sure you Hashtag follow dad us. jokes. No. Make sure you follow us on the socials at Riz Show. We're bringing back some of the old Facebook uh, Christmas tips that we did last year. A lot of good ones, especially mm-hmm. for you uh, for new, for you newer parents out there. Check those out. All right. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to make our real or fake picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. I believe new cans up at uh, noon today. Got it. Or, hey. Uh, roundabout. Last cans of 2018. Last cans of 20. I believe we have the uh, the best of gallery going up. Oh yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna do. I think we did this last year. We're gonna take it. We're gonna take it tournament style up in this bitch. So oh, we're great. gonna go serious. No reason to use All right. that kind of language. You got it, we're Jeff. Talking about breast tournament. Uh, also tomorrow, somebody's getting shot. Will it be myself? Will it be 
Patrico, will it be King Scott? It's either it's either going to be six, five, or three shots, which is ridiculous all uh, all on yeah. its own. So all depends on the score of tonight's Monday Night Football game. Three, three. Let's go, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, events to tell you about myself and Jeff Burton at Helium Comedy Club on Friday, starting at six o'clock for sumo wrestling and sake. That's right, sumo and sake. And sake. At Helium Comedy Club on Friday, Saturday, join myself and uh, the uh, oh, just me. Right, fellas? Uh-huh. Yes, and the spirit of the and rest yes. of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Mattress Direct in Fairview Heights, starting at 3 o'clock, and Sunday, Patrico's at DB's for Sunday football, beginning at noon. Anything else, fellas? That's it? That's all I got. All right, Donnie Fandango next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Uh, it's Dennis Stillman from O'Fallon, Missouri. Yeah, hey. Dennis, welcome to the family, welcome. man. Yeah. Team Riz member. And he wants to hear this song right here. Why is Ken rolling his eyes? <laughs> All right, see you tomorrow. Goodbye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.